Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields, presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's fear. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Good morning, Michigan. A very happy Halloween. It's Michael Patrick Shields from the end of the road at the top of the world. With a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense, we get your Monday morning Halloween turkey on the road with a reminder from former President George W. Bush. It was 2001 in his inauguration when he said, Civility is not a tactic or a sentiment. It's the determined choice of trust over cynicism, community over chaos. Can we show the rest of the country that we choose civility and democracy over intimidation and fear? And I would add to that spin and hype and anger and rage because two of the top stories in the news today have to do with rage. One of them took place in a football game tunnel where you might expect it, the other took place in the private home of the husband of the United States Speaker of the House. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. We'll talk about all of that this morning and get some reaction and where we go from here. But let's start by remembering that the Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the words that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, and I refuse to help divide the country this morning. In medias dot virtus, the truth is in the middle. And so if you're coming here for a cortisol spike of rage, I don't think you come to the right place. Let's uh, have a look, see at what's happening in our life, and let's try to keep it in perspective. It is Halloween, so we're going to mix in a little a sort of fun. But how about this? Have you ever seen a UFO? I know by now on one of the social media platforms or what have you, you've seen videos of what look like UFOs. But right now, there are new filings that show most of the UFO reports are foreign surveillance or airborne trash. What does that mean? Well, they put out a new report last year. Over 100 unexplained UFO incidents. And remember, UFO doesn't necessarily mean alien. It's an unidentified flying object. And uh, so what we are hearing from the New York Times and the Congress is that most of the incidents are countries trying to spy on the United States or weather balloons, or commercial drones, or optical illusions. That's what they're going to tell you. Whether you choose to believe it or not is up to you. John Galoos, Union Financial Group, LLC.com, is on our line right now from Grand Rapids with the stock market trick-or-treat numbers from Friday. Good morning. Was it a trick yep. or a treat? Oh, markets went up Friday. The Dow was up 828 points, closed at 32,861. S&P 500 was up 93 points, closed at 3,901. 
Nasdaq was up 309 points, closed at 11,102. This morning with the futures, the Dow's down about 151. S&P 500's down about 21. Nasdaq's down about 86. Oil's at $86.95 a barrel. And gold's at $1,641 an ounce. The cost, John Galoos, of Halloween candy is up 13% this year if you're going to be handing it out. And I find something very interesting that I wanted to share with you. Uh, you see maybe the television commercial. Uh, these campaign commercials, by the way, are very expensive to produce. You'd be surprised. Hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, in the lighting and the production and all the rest of it. But anyway, there's a commercial for Governor Whitmer where she's standing in a grocery store and she says, even a box of cereal is four bucks. And... Uh, I thought that was kind of surprising because, to me, it was always four bucks. I mean, that's nothing new. Tony, when's the last time you bought cereal for your family, or uh, do you? Probably a few weeks ago, and it's right around hover. It's always hovered around four dollars in my lifetime. It seems like. Yeah, it's more surprising than expensive than you might think. But uh, the governor went on to say the cost of everything is going up: gas, childcare, even a box of cereal. She mentioned, and then she says, "Look, I can't solve the inflation problem." But we're doing things, and then she lists some other things. Curiously, John, Joe Biden was talking about cereal, too, the president of the United States. And if I was Kellogg in Battle Creek, I'm not sure I would like to have heard him say this. And by the way, the food prices, the main driver of food prices, is not the price of beef and eggs, et cetera, although they're up. It's packaged goods. Packaged goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's. Uh, raisin bran, which is, you're going to see them buy another raisin bran, which is going to be a dollar cheaper. I mean, so what's happening is there is real movement. What do you make of that, John? Well, I mean, he's got all of his uh, union supporters down there at Kellogg's that probably aren't too happy about that, you know, but uh, th- this guy, <laughs> I- I've never seen anything like it with this Joe Biden, but hey. Uh, the the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's saying. This guy's nuts for sure. Hmm. Yeah, you have to buy the non-name brand cereal. They they've come to that now too. Hey, that'll solve it. Uh, gas prices are just under four dollars a gallon for what it's work at worth. And Twitter, uh, Elon Musk gave the employees there an ultimatum. They've got a week till November seventh to launch a new Twitter Blue subscription. Or they're going to be fired. And it's a subscription option, $4.99 a month, that unlocks more features in the app. What do you make of that, John? Um, I'm certain uh, Elon Musk will turn that company around and make it profitable for the, probably the first time ever. Uh, and it's his company. He can do it however he wants to do it. He bought it. He paid the, the $44 billion for it. He can do what he wants with it. He may have gotten a little bit carried away with a tweet, maybe, uh, about uh, a conspiracy theory about the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband. He basically said there might be more to this story than meets the eye. And uh, it was in response to Hillary Clinton, who put her own tweet out, uh, talking about uh, conspiracy theories as well. So maybe, uh, I don't know, he's using his own platform. But the whole idea, I guess the blue check mark at Twitter tells you that uh, you're actually who you are and in order to have that you'd have to pay a subscription as, as i understand it 
Yeah, it's uh, fascinating as far as that Paul Pelosi story. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that have a, uh, it's got a Jesse Smollett feel to it for a lot of people. Who knows? Uh, we'll see what happens with the news. But one thing's for sure, someone was in his house with a hammer. We'll, we'll find out all the truth on it, right? Yeah, we live in a, we live in a nation where you hear that and you say, hmm. And that's amazing to me that you hear that story and no matter what the truth is, the fact that you say, hmm, let's see what happens about that. That's very curious to me. John Galuz, Union Financial Group, LLC.com. Don't forget tonight's Powerball. What a trick or treat. Over a billion dollars at stake. And you can get it at Meyer, where you get more of the things you want most. More local produce, more home decor, more free prescriptions. You get them all for less at Meyer. Would be a hell of a Monday to win a billion dollars in the Powerball tonight. You can also do that at MichiganLottery.com, and those Powerball jackpots are Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Welcome to Halloween with Michael Patrick Shields on the radio stage through the AT&T microphones. Traverse City is more than a place, it's a destination. And for many, it's a dream, but a dream that's reachable and ready every single day. Just a car ride away. Traverse City is diverse, though, from beaches to boating to bluffs to wine and food, shopping and snowmobiling, gaming and golf. The possibilities are countless. So become a regular in Traverse City where you'll feel away and at home because its people are its charm. Visit TraverseCity.com to learn more on our Fab Fall Getaways. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored, keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all, and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. Henry Cavill is stepping away from his role in The Witcher. The actor shared the news Saturday, telling fans he loved working in the first three seasons for the show, but will not be back for the fourth. Lynn Helmsworth will take the role of The Witcher in his place. Helmsworth made a social media post saying he has large boots to fill, but he's truly excited to be part of the show. The news comes not long after Cavill announced his return to the DC Universe as Superman. The Beach Boys are sharing an unreleased track. Carry Me Home was first written during 1972's Holland Sessions. It tells the story of a soldier dying in the Vietnam War. I don't want to 
The song will appear on the band's upcoming Sale on Sailor 1972 box set that's due out December 2nd. The archival album will contain a staggering 80 unreleased tracks. Kanye West got the SNL treatment this weekend. After being dropped by Adidas, the show lampooned him showing up at Skechers' Los Angeles offices only to be escorted off the premises. Of all the companies he could have approached and been rejected by, he chose Skechers. <laughs> Skechers has always been a hip, edgy company. Everyone knows that. So of course Kanye came to us first. Kanye came to Skechers, and Skechers said no. That's entertainment. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. Thriller of a broadcast this morning. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan worldwide at MIBigShow.com. It was a thriller of a Lions game last night and a thriller of a Michigan-Michigan State game this weekend, too. Closer maybe than most people would have thought, despite what the scoreboard shows. We never let the birthday of a beautiful person pass without taking note on this Halloween. Maybe your costume will be Deidre Hall. From Our House and Days of Our Lives, she's 75 today. Jane Pauley is 72, the broadcaster and newscaster. And Nick Saban, former Michigan State football coach, University of Alabama, is 71. Speaking of Michigan State University, the Board of Trustees are going to consider naming an interim president at a special meeting today at noon. Samuel Stanley resigned, and he's going to be out of there within 90 days. Who will the interim president be? And who will the permanent president be? Four of those state football players, the Spartans, have been suspended indefinitely for attacking two University of Michigan players in the Michigan Stadium Tunnel, the Lloyd Carr Tunnel, after Saturday night's game. There's video of it, too. There's even video of Mel Tucker taking a sort of a swipe at someone in the stands who reached down and touched him on the head when he was going down into the tunnel. Police are working on it all, figure out exactly what happened, but it comes after there had been talk after the Penn State game that there was too much uh, rough and tumble in that little tunnel that uh, gets players off the field and into the locker rooms. And, of course, it's like the Zapruder film now. You go and look and you see, well, one of the Wolverines tried to skip ahead of the Spartans, and he was full of joy, and he was actually kind of skipping. And that caused it all. So did he instigate it, and so what if he did? You can't really gang up and beat somebody up in the tunnel. And why, after decades of Michigan football, is the tunnel suddenly a source of controversy? Grand Rapids WTKG, the Kent County District Court Judge Nicholas Ayub, will rule this morning if the former Grand Rapids police officer Christopher Schur will stand trial for shooting and killing Patrick Leoya during a traffic stop back in April. And, uh, well, most of the people believe that will go to trial. And uh, if it didn't, that would be quite a source of controversy. So we'll stay tuned for that and ask everybody to please stay calm. In Holland, US 31 is going to be closed between 32nd Street and M40 this week as they are fixing the damn roads. Uh, And uh, yesterday, as I mentioned, the Detroit Lions... Lost to the Miami Dolphins. Tua came in and threw for 382 yards and three touchdowns. Dolphins had to come back from 10 points down to beat the Lions 31-27 to at Ford Field. I was there with Matt Rhodes from Dusty Cellar and Tony Cuthbert and Tim McGuire, and we ran into all sorts of fun people, including uh, Claude Molinari, our friends there from Visit Detroit, uh, had hosted us up, and we had a chance to have a look, see what their view was like in the suite. And we saw Tua 
and the offense. And they got in a nice groove, he says, against the Lions' defense. A lot of things with routes, action passes with, within the run game. So, you know, I, I think we felt really comfortable, you know, after moving the ball the first, first series, you know, second series, started feeling really comfortable, uh, you know, just going with, with the game plan. It was a beautiful morning in Detroit. The sun was shining and people were tailgating. And Coach Mike McDaniel said they didn't uh, fall apart after falling behind. We're starting to learn as a team that momentum swings happen and to have faith in each other and play complimentary football when we, when we can. So um, I was happy about that. Lions were in their all gray or silver uniforms. Dolphins were in all white. Jared Goff, who plays for the Lions, said they fell flat after halftime. We scored 27 in the first half, and how do we make that to 40 in the second half or 40 more, you know, whatever it needs to be. Um, You know, our defense, I thought, was doing a pretty good job, and uh, we need to find a way to score one more touchdown and maybe a different game. Guy who played for the Dolphins and coached him for seven games, Dan Campbell, now the Lions coach, said the Dolphins fought back, and Lions just couldn't hold them off. Those guys came back and played well the second half, and... Stayed to their game plan, what they did, and uh, and you know, and and uh, we we just you know we we didn't we didn't overcome it. Ken Dalafor, who played for the Lions, the Steelers, the Chargers, the Michigan Panthers, was great fun to see him at the Detroit Athletic Club outside yesterday too. And then on the field when they brought back all the great Lions and made an announcement that there's a Barry Sanders statue that's going to be coming. Will there be a Ken Dallifor statue in front of the Barry statue blocking for him? That's what I want to know. Absolutely not. (laughs) It's all about Barry, and as it should be. So, yeah, it was great seeing you yesterday, and uh, um, it was a pretty exciting day as as you just uh, read through for all the people you got to see. And, um, you know, Lions, boy, they need to find a win in here somewhere. Got to see Rhonda Walker, too, from WDIV. Hadn't seen her in a few years, and she was decked out in her Prada and Gucci like a television star ought to be. How did it feel to be starring again yesterday and on the field in front of the fans and throwing out autographed footballs, which, by the way, landed in my sister's lap, Lori Shields from the Detroit Chamber with her husband, Dave. They came over from Windsor for the game and went away with a priceless souvenir, a Ken Delafour autograph ball. Well, it was a lot of fun to see the players uh, and be part of the uh, presentation they made for Barry and the statue you mentioned. But they, they gave us a, a football and asked to autograph it. And they said, after the presentation, throw it up into the stands. And I'm thinking, what could go wrong? I mean, <laughs> you think of throwing footballs up in the stands, kids, you know, and whatever. So um, anyhow, I uh, went over the section, um, tried to tried to, tried to to land at a uh, for Dave and your sister, and uh, it worked out pretty well. I Nobody guess you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to hit somebody who didn't see it coming when you heave it up there, right? Uh, that was the scary part. Like uh, <laughs> you know, half of us hadn't thrown a football in probably you know how many years, and then they're going to ask us <laughs> to heave one up there. It's like, whew, what could go wrong? Like I said, <laughs> so. it's sweet to see your your alumni over the decades back together there. Yeah, yeah, they, they, the Lions do a nice job putting putting a weekend together. So yesterday they had dinner and meeting, a couple meetings, and then breakfast the day of the game, and then seeing each other on the field. So it's a it's a really nice thing to come back together and and get to see is, uh, friends and teammates. Is it fair for the fans to chant S O L? Same old Lions. 
you know, they buy a ticket, they, they can chant what they want, and um, it's got to be very frustrating for the fans right now. I'm, I'm sure I know it is for the players, the coaches, and the organization. So hopefully it gets turned around. Thanks for giving Cuthbert that big shiv in the parking lot, too. His teeth are still rattled. I'm sore. <laughs> NFL player Ken Dallafor versus Tony Cuthbert. RSV is still in development. Well, there's no RSV vaccine that's available right now. We are working very, very intensively in trying to develop one as quickly as possible. We would hope within the next year to two, but it's not going to be this season. That's according to Dr. Anthony Fauci. In the meantime, he urged folks to use caution. He said that's especially true for older folks and parents who have young children. RSV is responsible for a majority of pediatric cases, as it's a more common respiratory infection in young kids. And a study links nose-picking to Alzheimer's disease. Researchers at Australia's Griffith University showed that a certain type of bacteria can travel through the olfactory nerve in the nose. The brain responds by deploying a protein that's a telltale sign of Alzheimer's and dementia. The study used mice, but scientists want to see if it's the same in humans. The study was published earlier this year in the journal Scientific Reports. Health Update, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Congressman Fred Upton, I got a fundraising email from Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. It says, democracy is at the brink of destruction. Is that a little overstated, maybe? Yeah, you know what? The sun's coming up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, glad to hear it. It may be a little rough, but maybe thunderheads around there, but I predict uh, the House is going to flip, the Senate's going to be really close. That, of course, before we knew that... Uh, Probably right at that time or hours before it, Paul Pelosi, the husband of the Speaker of the House out there in San Francisco, had a home invasion and uh, was beaten with a hammer. And uh, the uh, story is that he had the hammer and the perpetrator took away the hammer. Perpetrator had a bag of zip ties also and a list of people uh, that he was targeting, political people. And uh, he came inside the house and said, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Spookiest scariest, most awful damn thing you could ever imagine is somebody coming into your house intent on hurting you or someone that you love. And it happened. And uh, so we're hoping for a kinder, gentler nation. Now, obviously, this sounds like a deranged person, but a person with a track record of weirdness, and it turned into violence. Just, mm, if everybody can stay calm see what happens next it's in our hands though an election day coming up and uh, barack obama by the way came into detroit on saturday and tulsi gabbard came in on saturday too she came in obviously for tudor dixon barack obama came in for gretchen whitmer and she was on stage there in a leather jacket in detroit and he was there and the crowd was loud and and they started to protest what he had to say and we'll hear what happened with that coming up in just a couple of minutes too and how he maybe handled that uh, tomorrow is a Transfer Tuesday, and also tomorrow's All Saints Day, isn't it? Think about transferring to Oakland University, then check out Transfer Tuesdays, where you can make an appointment, meet with an admissions advisor, and get a decision while you wait. Find out more or register at oakland.edu slash visit. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. Change is uh, not easy for some people, but advantageous for you. It's big. It's solar panels and batteries powering every Michigan business. It's a smart thermostat in every home. Consumers Energy making it happen. 
If you haven't heard, they're working hard to ensure Michiganders have access to sustainable, reliable, affordable energy. And you can learn more at consumersenergy.com slash clean energy. A billion dollars at stake tonight in the Powerball jackpot. Michael Patrick shields through the AT&T microphones. NBC News Radio, I'm Brad Siegel. A decision could come today on whether a former Michigan police officer will stand trial. In the death of Patrick Leoya, former Grand Rapids police officer Christopher Schur is charged with second-degree murder in the shooting death of the 26-year-old African native following a traffic stop last April. Schur shot Leoya in the back of the head after a tussle that included Leoya grabbing Schur's taser. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her family is heartbroken and traumatized after Friday's attack on her husband, Paul. San Francisco DA Brooke Jenkins says her office plans to file charges against the suspect, David DePape. We expect to be filing on Monday um, attempted murder charges as well as residential burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, and elder abuse. That is based on the fact that the suspect took a hammer and obviously assaulted Mr. Pelosi. Pelosi addressed the violent assault in a letter to all members of Congress Saturday. In that letter, she thanked first responders for the life-saving medical care provided to her husband. Paul Pelosi underwent surgery for a skull fracture suffered during the attack. Someone out there could become a billionaire tonight. As the Powerball jackpot once again reaches the 10-figure level, Andrew Whitman has more. No one's hit the multi-state lottery since August 3rd, so Monday night's jackpot will climb past $1 billion for just the second time ever. A top prize of more than $1.5 billion was awarded back in 2016. The cash value for Monday's upcoming jackpot will be at least $497 million. Powerball is played in 45 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. Opening statement set to begin today in the criminal trial of former President Trump's family real estate business. The Trump Organization faces criminal tax fraud charges in New York. They're related to allegations that the company orchestrated a 15-year scheme to help certain executives evade taxes. Trump is not charged in the case. He is not expected to testify. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. LeBron James is calling on Elon Musk to look into a sharp increase in racist slurs being used on Twitter. Chris Caraggio has the story. The NBA star shared a study over social media that showed the use of the N-word increased by 500% after Musk took over Twitter on Thursday. James described the uptick in the use of the slur on Twitter as scary and added that he hopes Musk will take it very seriously. He also said too many people are equating hate speech to free speech. Elon Musk has begun his mass layoffs at Twitter, and his timing is raising some eyebrows. The Tesla CEO has publicly stated his goal of reducing Twitter's workforce by around 75%. The New York Times reports that Musk is aiming to get rid of everyone before Tuesday. His timing has raised suspicions as November the 1st is the day that employees are due to receive their stock grants as part of their compensation packages. Now it appears that most people will be fired a day before they're eligible to receive them. And General Motors is suspending its advertisements on Twitter following Tesla CEO Elon Musk's takeover. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Happy Halloween. It's Michael Patrick Shields. Some pretty spooky stuff there by the orchestra and Tony Cuthbert, who um, 
got laid out yesterday by Ken Dalifor in the parking lot of the DAC where they have a nice tailgate party. We were teasing on Friday that uh, Ken, who played in the NFL for the Steelers and the Lions, would uh, give a shiv to Tony Cuthbert. I'm not sure how this all got started. I think I instigated it. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. But how did it feel to have an NFL player... What did he do exactly? Because you, you had a spin move where you were going to try to get away from him. You knew it was coming, but what happened? Well, I knew it was coming, and I thought I was ready for it, but a former NFL player that I still think could suit up for at least some teams, maybe the Lions for that matter. He's very fit. He was very, And he was very fast, and I was not <laughs> ready for it. I thought I was, but I just wasn't, and I'm sore. It almost knocked you right into the into the dishware there. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been some scene. Oh, boy. Well, that gave you some perspective as you got set there. It's Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphones. The last living person believed to be born to an enslaved parent in the United States has died. Daniel Smith Sr. passed away at the age of 98 earlier this month. His father, Abram Smith was a young child enslaved in Virginia when the 13th Amendment was ratified. He was 70 when Daniel was born in 1932. And uh, Daniel's nephew said his uncle's recent passing was acknowledgement that this horrible piece of American history wasn't really that long ago. Smith was laid to rest in the district there. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. 3,000 people came to Detroit, or at least turned up in Detroit. They may have been residents there, too, to hear Barack Obama. Talked about everything, uh, including the changing political climate and the danger of political disagreement evolving into the demonizing of others. And uh, there was a demonstrator, too, and he uh, said, see, see, this is what I'm talking about here, and so the disruptor was quickly removed, and there you know, was a pretty wild scene there. And uh, then they brought up Tudor Dixon, and he said, don't boo, because they booed. He said, vote. Booing doesn't help. They can't hear you boo, but they can hear you vote, which obviously indicates this was about turnout. Here's a little of former President Obama with Gretchen Whitmer, and she was in a black leather jacket sitting there watching him talk about her. But these days, just about every Republican politician seems obsessed with two things. Owning the libs. Oh, man, we're going to own the libs. And getting Donald Trump's approval. That seems to be their agenda. They are not at, they're not currently at least, they are not interested in actually solving problems. They are interested in making you angry. And then finding somebody to blame. Because that way they're going to, they're hoping you may not notice, you may be distracted from the fact that they don't really have any answers to your problems. Felix Sharp Caballero, a Detroiter, a consultant and commentator, former public administrator, is on our AT&T line. Is that fair what the former president said right there at a time when he's talking about stopping divisive rhetoric? Uh, good morning, Michael Patrick. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Uh, I I thought I was I I thought I lived in Dan- Lansing, not Detroit. But nonetheless, <laughs> but you grew uh, up in the Detroit area and you worked in the administrations there that led us to where we are today. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, it, it, it for the Democrats. It was a pleasure to to host uh, 
to host our former president, Barack Obama, who appears to be the primary cheerleader as uh, we go into the final days of, of, of this uh, this election uh, here. And uh, uh, he, apparently he was able to rouse the crowd as, as Democrats expect him to do so. Uh, but he was really speaking to the he was speaking to the choir there. Well, he did make a, a statement that if you're here, you're likely to vote. But the idea of him coming in there is to get out the vote, isn't it? It's to get out the vote and uh, be perfectly honest. Uh, the Democratic Party is experiencing challenges in getting out the uh, the black vote uh, across the United States, not just here. Uh, not just here in, in, in Michigan. And uh, by and large, the 3,000 or so people who attended, by the way, Michael Patrick, why only a 3,000-seat seat, uh, auditorium in a high school? I would think that, you know, they, for bigger impact, they should have they should have had Barack Obama maybe at Little Caesars Arena. But uh, he was speaking to the to the hardcore Democratic audience there, and, and all 3,000 of those people present, if they hadn't already voted, they certainly decided how they were going to vote a long time ago. Bankalay Thompson, who writes for the Detroit News and also has a radio show, has been saying over the last couple of weeks that a visit by Barack Obama was meant to hypnotize the people of Detroit and get them to turn out to vote after the governor and Tudor Dixon in the debates ignored the issues of black Michigan. Um, he said that you want your selfie with Barack Obama, that's great, but when you go to pay the electric bill, show them the selfie and see if that counts. What do you make of that? Well, we do operate in a selfie-oriented political environment. Most people that show up, the only thing they're interested in is taking that selfie with that with that candidate. Um <sighs> It's 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 a difficult it's a difficult challenge these days to reach your voters. It's not as easy as it mm-hmm. used to be. Uh, you, you're familiar with the with the rap uh, video that uh, that is uh, running in the uh, urban community here in Michigan, made for uh, with some participation by Governor Gretchen Whitmer. It's just very difficult to reach people now, and the political parties, quite frankly, are pulling out all stops uh, to do so. What is interesting, Michael Patrick, is that former Jennifer Granholm and now Secretary uh, Jennifer Granholm has not been brought into Michigan to rouse the vote. Instead, we did see uh, Pete Buttigieg in Minden, Michigan. And as you know, he is now a Michigan resident. So it's interesting that uh, we're not using uh, Michigan heroes, uh, for lack of a better term, to rouse the Democratic vote here, but rather, but rather outsiders. You didn't know we played requests here, did you? Here it is, the song you just mentioned. And now I'm excited to present G Mac Cash. Hey, who hey. put money in the schools? Gresh did. May being governor look cool. Gresh did. Who signed for the clean slate? Gresh did. Now Michigan become a clean state. Gresh did. Who got the funding for the kids? Gresh did. Who got the roads getting thick? Gresh did. Who got a lot of people jobs? Gresh did. 2020 help us stay alive. Gresh did. Felix Sharp Caballero mentioned it. Tony Cuthbert and the orchestra cued it up there. And by the way, just quickly, Felix, the Supreme Court is going to take up a challenge to race-based college admission practices today. They're going to hear arguments in two cases. 
Harvard and North Carolina. Uh, there uh, are some people looking to throw out a case that gave the green light for universities to consider race in determining who would be admitted. Any thoughts? Well, Michael, Patrick, there has been a long discussion on race-based admission to universities. As you well know, uh, you know, University of Michigan was at the forefront of, of mm-hmm. that discussion some years ago. But what we really need to look out, look at is the legacy-based admission standards that these universities use. That's interesting, too, as always, with Felix Caballero. You already Caballero. know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more, giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Now is the perfect time. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now at DeanJobs.com and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. Fly Lansing nonstop to Orlando on Avello Airlines and enjoy Florida sunshine in no time. Fly from Lansing's Capital Region International Airport and enjoy affordable parking, hassle-free check-in, and short security lines. Starting October 26th, say hello to Avello with nonstop flights from Lansing to Orlando International Airport. Book your trip today at aveloair.com. That's A-V-E-L-O-Air.com. And fly Lansing. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. The Republican National Committee chair says that it's unfair to blame GOP rhetoric for the attack on Paul Pelosi. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband suffered a fractured skull after being attacked in his home Friday. The Supreme Court today will take up a challenge to race-based college admissions practices. They'll hear arguments in two cases. A student at the University of Kentucky is among at least 150 people who died in a deadly stampede in South Korea's capital city over the weekend. Four people are dead, three of them children after a fire tore through a home in New York on Sunday. Police say a man died in the fire along with a 10-month-old baby girl and two boys ages 10 and 12. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Something strange. Come with us and you will see. This is our town of Halloween. 
Halloween with Michael Patrick Shields, October 31st. Oh, how I hate to see October go. You'll hear that song tomorrow on All Saints Day. It's Michael Patrick Shields with you. And coming up a little bit later, Bill Maher on Halloween costumes. Uh, on his uh, show on HBO on Friday, he was going on about people getting upset about costumes and costumes that aren't politically correct. If you'll stick around, you'll hear that. Obviously, it was a bit tongue-in-cheek. But can your Halloween costume tell you anything about yourself? Marnie Goldman is with us, a spiritual life coach and author of True to Myself, Peace, Love, Marnie. Welcome to the program, and happy Halloween to you. Happy Halloween. Good morning. Thank you for having me. What was your most memorable costume as a, as I don't know if you were Halloween as an adult or what have you, but what do you remember being the most proud of when you were a kid? Do you know what? We really did not do Halloween a lot. My mother what? was the type that would put on like a headband of cat whiskers and draw two lines and be like, you're good enough. So <laughs> I never had that fun. I mean, I grew uh, up in the 70s, so we had the plastic masks with the string. So Halloween was not very eventful for me growing up. What part of the country did you grow up in? South Florida and Miami. Oh, well, that's Halloween down there all the time, isn't it? It always. We have palm trees. All <laughs> We can wear flip-flops in Christmas. I mean, it's, but it's not fun. You have seasons where you are. This is boring down here. We do, and I hope it doesn't rain tonight on the trick-or-treaters. It's raining in parts of the state right now because they do. They want to be Cinderella. They want to be Snow White. They want to be Disney characters. They want to be princesses. Or yes. can I even say that anymore? You see, I'm afraid, like Bill Maher said, to presume that a, that a little girl wants to be a princess might be a leap these days. Oh, gosh. Everybody just... It's first of all, I love being in the same segment as Bill Maher. I love that introduction. So that was fantastic. What right. a way to start my morning with my that's a self-esteem booster right there. So, you know, it's so interesting. I researched this because I did a couple interviews last week. You know, the, if we're talking about grown-ups who want to be like the Disney princesses, for example, mm-hmm. or if a guy wants to be a Disney princess, for example, People express themselves like a lot of women, you know, want to be that little girl feeling again. So they do like the princesses. And you're right. People are so afraid to offend anything today that you don't know if you're being politically correct. But this is the one night a year. Go for it. Have fun with whatever you want to do. You know, that was one of Bill Maher's points in his monologue and that this idea that this holiday of Halloween was invented uh, right before All Saints Day and All Souls Day and winter, uh, was meant to be a way to release some steam and have a little fun in the way that Fat Tuesday comes the day before Lent. You know what I mean? He said yeah. that, um, that you know, to embrace the macabre, which we normally run from, we don't want to talk about death, to do that in an irreverent fashion and put it right out there in front was important. You think that's true? Of course, of course. I'm just thinking, like, if George Carlin were here listening to us talk about people being offended for Halloween costumes, it's it's hysterical if you think about the way people have changed and how people are so easily offended. Hmm. I notice on the list here, well, and the other thing, too, that you mentioned is that people like to let it all hang out, pardon the pun, is that there's Mm -hmm. this trend these days, you know, a lot of our listeners are on college campuses, too, where 
women uh, like to be a little saucy. It's not just an uh-huh. angel costume. It's got to be a sexy angel costume, oh, or double for it. that matter. You are so right. It's a lot of conservative. You would never believe the conservative women, the business women. They are the va 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 boom sex kittens <laughs> underneath their business suits. Is whoa. So that inner fantasy of the opposite is so there. And um, so there's very different interesting personality traits to, like, the pun one you just, like, puns, which I think are the most clever people, like (laughs) tropical depression, wearing, like, a tropical shirt, holding Prozac. You know, those are, like, really funny, um, very, very creative kind of people. But you do know that the scary, the vampire, the ghoulish ones, they are, other than being practical jokers, the very, like, A-type personality, very in charge, very thorough um, with everything they do. It's just, it's very interesting. Now when people trick-or-treat, I'm just going to sit there and analyze every person that comes by. Well, that's um, what I'm wondering. What does it say about it? Like, Darth Vader was one of my favorite costumes when I was a kid. Does, it, does that make me a, a terrible young man? No. No, Darth Vader and all of these, like, Super here or or um, inner fantasy things. You just want to help people. You, it's like your inner your inner mm. fantasy of being a superhero or of that uh, rock star or whatever it may be. Trying to be a famous historical character. I notice on the list here of uh, popular costumes this year, morning radio show host comes up. Who would want to be that? I would give anything to be a radio show host as my costume and then um, sit in the studio with my headphones and keep going. Really? So that's my, that's my dream to do that. I'll and tell you what I'm going to do. I'll come. Are you still in Miami? I am, but I'd give anything to come to Michigan if you let me. Okay. And we'll, we'll do a home-at-home series. You come up here and we'll do a, a radio show, and then I'll come down to Miami because I get down there fairly often, and we'll do a oh, morning do? show. Yeah, and we'll oh, go to part? Joe's for dinner. Have they reopened <gasps> for the season yet? Oh, in Miami, our seasons are not winter, spring, summer, fall. It's called stone crab season. And, yes, October 15th it started. So <laughs> I would be, I would love to take you to Joe's one night. <laughs> it's a date. Should we wear costumes? Uh, we could go, I'm going to go as a DJ, uh, a radio host, so, so from Michigan. So that's my costume. <laughs> okay, I'll go as a psychologist and life coach, and uh, we'll have it. all confused when we get there. <laughs> Happy Halloween in Miami. Marnie Goldman is available uh, as a survivor, spiritual life coach, and an author, too. Thank you. Something hot in this house, some marine game mountain pot. Hottest club in the city, and it's right on the beach. Temperature, get the uh, it's about to reach 500 degrees in the Caribbean cities with the hot. Starting route to top 10 state status. Proceed to the plan. The road to top 10 plan from business leaders from Michigan charts a course for Michigan's growth with key landmarks along the way. Turn right to compete for good jobs. Like bringing quality jobs to Michigan, investing in education and job training, rebuilding our infrastructure, and more. And if we follow the plan... You have reached your destination. Top 10 state status. Read the full plan at michigansroadtotop10.com. 
Get more for your money every time you shop Meyer. Start shopping for the season's best holiday toy deals. Like buy one, get one 50% off when you mix or match select toys from Barbie, Nerf, Hot Wheels, Disney Princess, Coco Melon, and more. And pick up a meal that helps you feel warm and cozy with buy one, get one 50% off beef, lamb, or pork roasts. Whether it's gifts, roasts, or fresh produce, you get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Christian McCaffrey became the first player since 2005 to run for a touchdown, catch a touchdown, and throw a touchdown in the same game as the Niners beat the Rams. Derrick Henry rushed for 219 yards, two touchdowns to lead the Titans past the Texans in Houston. Henry tied O.J. Simpson and Adrian Peterson for the most career 200-yard rushing games. Cowboys dominated the Bears thanks to running back Tony Pollard's 131 yards and three touchdowns. The World Series resumes tonight in Philly. Astros square off against the Phillies in Game 3. LeBron James put up a game-high 26 to lead the Lakers past the Nuggets for their first win of the season. The Mavericks beat the Magic last night at home. Luka Doncic put up a game-high 44 for Dallas as he became the first player since Michael Jordan to open the season with six straight games with 30 or more points. That's sports. Ronza Moss. NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. I believe that it is conversations like this that we're having. So I'm grateful for this opportunity with your excellent show and its wide reach for us to talk directly to people and let them know. So hear your voices. Let's say this is enough and let's get this done. Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. 83 years, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has kept a commitment to members and everyone in Michigan by building healthier communities, providing access to care in every zip code. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Interesting weekend. The Lions lost their fifth straight, this time to the Dolphins at Ford Field, and it was fun to be there with Tony Cuthbert and Matt Rhodes from Dusty Cellar and Tim McGuire. We ran into, of course, to Ken Dallafor and... Uh, Chris Moyer and Claude Molinari at Visit Detroit. Fun to see them. And Rhonda Walker from WDIV and others that we met along the way, including my sister Lori Shields from the Detroit Regional Chamber. What a day in Detroit it was. And Friday night, uh, thanks to Pat Pritchard, I got to see the Pistons from the second row and also from a suite high above. And I tell you what, it's interesting. When you try to maneuver through that stadium to get to the seats that are on the court, Tony, you go through an underground world of bars and nightclubs and Whoa. food buffets in that Little Caesars arena. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole, there, there were hundreds of people in the bars not even watching the game while the game was going on and lots of empty seats inside the stadium. And unfortunately, sometimes it's determined by the team on the court and the oh. Pistons. But you know what? I give the Pistons credit because they harken back to their olden days 20 years ago with the teal jerseys and the revised court so you saw that for the first time yeah that was kind of cool like the teal it's kind of oh they hated it then but for whatever reason you bring it back now and people are all about it they wore them last night too nba teams supposed to score almost 140 points is that common it it is somewhat common in this league i mean you're getting up a (laughs) shot the shot clock is a lot lower than let's say college basketball so you gotta get up the court move it around and shoot the ball as quickly as possible and the pistons sometimes can get to that level they're a young team that's trying to make something happen but hey they did defeat the defending champions last night at lca 128 114 over the warriors 
Draymond Green back in town for Golden State. So the Pistons look good at least then. They were on a five-game losing skid, and they sit at two and you know five overall. really looks good are the bookies on the line on the Michigan-Michigan State game. Lots of credit needs to go to the people in Vegas that make these things because it's dead on, it seems like, every single time. <laughs> it, depending on your book, it hovered around 21 to 22 and a half, and that was basically the spread on that game. The Lions game yesterday, the spread was three and a half, and the Lions lost by, well, four points. So give it up to Vegas once again. By the way, Monday Night Football tonight, you could not have a better matchup for Halloween. Cincinnati at Cleveland. Orange jerseys galore. Beautiful. That's brought to you by Dean Transportation. You can bet at Daisy Sportsbook at Firekeepers Casino and on the Firekeepers Casino app, too. It's MPS at MIBigShow.com. Happy Halloween. NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas. The Republican National Committee chair says that it's unfair to blame GOP rhetoric for the attack on Paul Pelosi. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband suffered a fractured skull after being attacked in his home Friday. The Supreme Court today will take up a challenge to race-based college admissions practices. They'll hear arguments in two cases. A student at the University of Kentucky is among at least 150 people who died in a deadly stampede in South Korea's capital city over the weekend. Four people are dead, three of them children after a fire tore through a home in New York on Sunday. Police say a man died in the fire, along with a 10-month-old baby girl and two boys ages 10 and 12. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Today will bring us wet weather, snowy weather as well. For the middle of the nation, there will be accumulating snow across Colorado today with mixed precipitation to the south into New Mexico. Watch for thunderstorms today across nearly all of Texas, much of Oklahoma, and parts of Kansas. There's a risk of severe thunderstorms for much of west-central Texas and in parts of northern Texas. The hazards associated with these storms are frequent lightning, gusty winds, hail, even a few tornadoes. Less severe weather, just some garden-variety showers and thunderstorms to the north across Nebraska, South Dakota, and Minnesota today. Rain showers along the northwest coast for today. Snow and higher terrain over interior Washington State. Plenty of sun for most of the nation, though, today. Sunny, 65, New York City, Miami, sunny and 86. Bright sun in Los Angeles and a high temperature of 74. Sunshine, Little Rock, Arkansas, and sunshine for most of the southeast. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. NBC News Radio, I'm Brad Siegel. A decision could come today on whether a former Michigan police officer will stand trial. In the death of Patrick Leoya, former Grand Rapids police officer Christopher Schur is charged with second-degree murder in the shooting death of the 26-year-old African native following a traffic stop last April. Schur shot Leoya in the back of the head after a tussle that included Leoya grabbing Schur's taser. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her family is heartbroken and traumatized after Friday's attack on her husband, Paul. San Francisco DA Brooke Jenkins says her office plans to file charges against the suspect, David DePape. We expect to be filing on Monday um, attempted murder charges as well as residential burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, and elder abuse. That is based on the fact that the suspect took a hammer and obviously assaulted Mr. Pelosi. 
Pelosi addressed the violent assault in a letter to all members of Congress Saturday. In that letter, she thanked first responders for the life-saving medical care provided to her husband. Paul Pelosi underwent surgery for a skull fracture suffered during the attack. Someone out there could become a billionaire tonight. As the Powerball jackpot once again reaches the 10-figure level, Andrew Whitman has more. No one's hit the multi-state lottery since August 3rd, so Monday night's jackpot will climb past $1 billion for just the second time ever. A top prize of more than $1.5 billion was awarded back in 2016. The cash value for Monday's upcoming jackpot will be at least $497 million. Powerball is played in 45 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. Opening statement set to begin today in the criminal trial of former President Trump's family real estate business. The Trump Organization faces criminal tax fraud charges in New York. They're related to allegations that the company orchestrated a 15-year scheme to help certain executives evade taxes. Trump is not charged in the case. He is not expected to testify. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. Roommates are in vogue. With rents shooting up, new data shows apartment renting is down while taking on roomies or staying home with mama is up. The rental website apartment list says rents have jumped an average of 25% over the last two years. And with the cost of everything else rising, too, fewer Americans can afford living alone. Rental software company RealPage says apartment demand fell to a 13-year low last quarter. Data firm CoStar reports vacancies increased four-tenths percent to five-and-a-half percent. And a September UBS survey found the percentage of people living rent-free with family or friends hit 18% over the last six months, the highest percentage in seven years. A new bank rate survey shows 55% of Americans feel they are behind on their savings. The idea of Americans being behind on retirement savings isn't necessarily new, but what's holding them back is uh, certainly very new, and that is inflation. Bank rate chief financial analyst Greg McBride says the survey found those who haven't saved enough over the last year named inflation as the top reason by a two-to-one margin. On the bright side, only 16% say they've cut back on saving for retirement, and 15% think they're ahead of the game, but it varies by age group. Baby boomers actually had the highest incidence of saying that they felt behind on their retirement savings. 71% of boomers uh, say that they're behind on retirement savings. Uh, Much different story uh, at the younger end of the spectrum. Gen Z and millennials, uh, not only are they much less likely to say that they feel behind, they were also most likely to have increased their contributions relative to a year ago. With the markets down this year, stocks are cheaper, so McBride says now is a good time to be buying. General Motors is reporting an increase of 37% in net profits last quarter, but it's scaling back expectations for sales of electric vehicles in the near term through next year, citing delays in ramping up battery output and hiring and training workers. However, GM thinks that EV sales are still on track to hit a million by 2025. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio. Christian McCaffrey became the first player since 2005 to run for a touchdown, catch a touchdown, and throw a touchdown in the same game as the Niners beat the Rams. Derrick Henry rushed for 219 yards, two touchdowns to lead the Titans past the Texans in Houston. Henry tied O.J. Simpson and Adrian Peterson for the most career 200-yard rushing games. Cowboys dominated the Bears thanks to running back Tony Pollard's 131 yards and three touchdowns. The World Series resumes tonight in Philly. Astros square off against the Phillies in Game 3. LeBron James put up a game-high 26 to lead the Lakers past the Nuggets for their first win of the season. The Mavericks beat the Magic last night at home. Luka Doncic put up a game-high 44 for Dallas as he became the first player since Michael Jordan to open the season with six straight games 
with 30 or more points. That's sports. Ronza Moss, NBC News Radio. Today will bring us wet weather, snowy weather as well for the middle of the nation. There will be accumulating snow across Colorado today with mixed precipitation to the south into New Mexico. Watch for thunderstorms today across nearly all of Texas, much of Oklahoma, and parts of Kansas. There's a risk of severe thunderstorms for much of west-central Texas and in parts of northern Texas. The hazards associated with these storms are frequent lightning, gusty winds, hail, even a few tornadoes. Less severe weather, just some garden-variety showers and thunderstorms to the north across Nebraska, South Dakota, and Minnesota today. Rain showers along the northwest coast for today. Snow and higher terrain over interior Washington state. Plenty of sun for most of the nation, though, today. Sunny, 65, New York City, Miami, sunny and 86. Bright sun in Los Angeles and a high temperature of 74. Sunshine, Little Rock, Arkansas, and sunshine for most of the southeast. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields, presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's going to win that itch. And I know if I'm going to have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that itch. That's what living is. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. But the fighting is supposed to stop when the whistle blows and the time ticks off the clock. And it was late in Ann Arbor, and it didn't. It went into the tunnel that you've been hearing so much about, the Lloyd Carr Tunnel. And just for decades under the University of Michigan grandstands or stadium there, the big house, there's a little tunnel. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, Penn State said they had some trouble down there, that it's just too close quarters for the Wolverines and Spartans or the home team and the visiting team to go through. Suddenly, after all these years, it's an issue. And it came to light after the Michigan-Michigan State game, which was maybe more competitive than a lot of people would have thought it would uh, have been, except for the fact that the, the spread was met on the scoreboard of, what was it, 22 points, something like that. Some irony to the fact that it was Tony Cuthbert punt snaps that played a big role in the game after the 2015 play where the Spartans ended up beating the Wolverines on a bad snap with a punt late in the game. And this time it was the same thing. It's similar, but not exactly the same. That did the Spartans in ultimately, didn't it? Yeah, the Spartans had a second string long snapper in, and it was kind of funny watching the game and Sean McDonough. He uttered those words, trouble with the snap, but it was years <laughs> later. It was kind of ironic, I thought. Very, very, very weird. And also very weird to me that a, a Big Ten football team like Michigan State doesn't have a reasonable place kicker that can kick field goals? Well, according to Mel Tucker prior to the game, I think they talked about it on the radio broadcast, they were doing basically tryouts in the pregame warm-ups mm. between the three kickers, and whoever looked the best was going to get the nod. 
Yeah, because there are some Spartan fans who are saying, why didn't we take some of these field goals instead of going for it on fourth down? Hindsight is twenty twenty, as Bob Eufer used to say in all those games. Nevertheless, back to the tunnel, because uh, four of the Michigan State football players have been suspended indefinitely. They attacked two Wolverines in the tunnel after the game, and uh, they're working with the police now because there are videos of them ganging up and punching and kicking and the Big Ten Conference and the NCAA, they're all involved. Mike Nichols is on our AT&T line right now, the attorney with his wife, Wendy, in the East Lansing area. Thank you for being here, and welcome to the broadcast. You know, the only reason I agreed to do this is because Tony texted me at halftime of the Lions game, and I thought, oh, I get a chance to rub it in. He was and working realized, during the Lions game yesterday? We were there. He was. Fun. He was, yes. <laughs> he, he and then I realized, you know, how long... And, and I realized, how long have I been a Lions fan? We are really only a half away from blowing it. And I was right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was a very nice day in Detroit if you're a Dolphins fan, not so much if you're a Lions fan. And it was still the morning after the night before what went on in that tunnel. Do you think it will qualify as assault? Well, I, I don't know. It seems as if... We're on a trend right now to charge everything, even when what we're talking about is football players, young men, a lot of dumb things were done. And, uh, you know, number one, Mr. McBurrow's there, skipped ahead to get into the Michigan State scrum, and it looked like he was literally in the um, ingress to the locker room. So I, I don't know. I mean, back in the day, that would be handled internally, right? I mean, the coach would suspend you and you would have to pay a penance, and it wouldn't become so public like it has. But we're at where we're at right now in society. Yeah, I take your point because it has now become like the Zapruder film. First you see the fight, and you say, wow, what precipitated that? And you say, well, it doesn't matter if he was trash-talking them. You can't have a group of guys beat up you know, a guy on his own. Uh, but then they said, oh, look at him. Wait a minute, though. He skipped ahead. He was with his team, and he tried to skip ahead of the Spartans. They were all on their own, the white uniforms, going into the tunnel. And he tried to run up the side, that Wolverine, and he was sort of skipping. Uh, number one there was. Like, he was full of joy, and of course he was, but they didn't want to see that. And it seems like maybe that's what instigated things. Does that matter? Well, I, again, I don't know because I'm not the Washtenaw County prosecutor, but to me, the lawyer and the, you know, the sports fan who once played sports, you know, I, I kind of say to myself, poor sportsmanship for sure, bad luck, in, especially in the age of cell phones. But not the first time something like that has ever happened, believe me. And I think everybody should probably just move on. It was chippy on the field before they even got to the tunnel. Do you think after all these decades now – some kind of system is going to have to be used for that little tunnel. Tony Cuthbert told me at Notre Dame they had to build a second tunnel to avoid this kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think schools with as much money as Michigan State and Michigan, because, you know, they both have the single tunnel model, you know, build another tunnel. You know, let's just, if, if we can't be grown-ups, and, and I do understand, you're, you know, we're talking about 18 to 22-year-old men, if you can't be grown-ups, let's just get a second tunnel and avoid that really, really bad look because little kids, at, you know, 8, 9, 10, 12, they're watching and they emulate what they see. So if you can't grow up, let's just take that out of the equation. 
Why can't we be grown-ups, though? And mind you, these are college-age kids, or young people, I guess is a better way to put it. Does it say anything about Coach Tucker's control of the team? I have no idea. I, I did not watch the game, frankly. Uh, Morgan and Wendy and I, no, we, we watched uh, a scary movie, which was actually really good. And then Morgan and I watched game two of the World Series after the movie, so I did not watch the game. Did you not watch because you figured what the result would be and you didn't want to see it? I've spent so many years watching sports instead of doing things with my family. I'm just wow. I'm employing a different balance perspective interesting and amazing very nice so what's the halloween plan around the nichols house tonight uh morgan is going to go uh trick-or-treating with some friends in a different subdivision we're going to go to our neighbors and uh just be convivial is white hills a good subdivision to trick-or-treat in oh gosh oh man (laughs) the 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 lineup the lineup at izzo's house is like nothing you've seen Seriously? Yeah. And and Tom is so great. He takes pictures with everybody, passes out the treats, and it's that's kind of a cool thing. Oh, wow. Who would have thought that? I didn't know that. Well, hey, you know, if you can figure out where it is, uh, there you got an inside tip from Mike Nichols, and it was Ken Dallafor <laughs> all those years ago who told us when he trick-or-treated every year, he'd keep a chart. And uh, he would only go to the houses that gave out the good candy instead of going door to door to door to door to door. And he said in business, he taught his executives that work for him, you know, spend time where the good candy is and don't don't waste time on every little thing. It's an interesting lesson. So Mike Nichols gave us perspective. Uh, he said, why don't we just let cooler heads prevail and recognize that sports is sports and everybody move on with it. I don't know if that'll happen or not. But there you have it. Happy Halloween from Michael Patrick Shields. We want a kinder, gentler nation. George Bush said it all those years ago. We repeat it, but it doesn't seem to be going that way, does it? Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. A flimsy pre-approval from a big box lender or a bank just isn't going to cut it in today's market. You need a five-star certified pre-approval from Hall Financial. 866-CALL-HALL or go to callhallfirst.com. Have you ever considered being a school bus driver or attending on a bus to help students? Now is the perfect time. Dean Transportation has immediate openings and offers paid training to obtain a commercial driver's license. With increased pay, benefit packages, flexible scheduling, and a sign-on bonus, Dean Transportation may be the career choice for you. No experience needed. Apply now at DeanJobs.com and start your paid training. Head to DeanJobs.com. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored, keeping it out of our atmosphere. We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. Fly Lansing nonstop to Orlando on Avello Airlines and enjoy Florida sunshine in no time. Fly from Lansing's Capital Region International Airport and enjoy affordable parking, hassle-free check-in, and short security lines. Starting October 26th, say hello to Avello with nonstop flights from Lansing to Orlando International Airport. 
Book your trip today at AveloAir.com. That's A-V-E-L-O-Air.com. And fly Lansing. Hi, I'm David Hall from Hall Financial. A flimsy pre-approval from a big box lender or a bank just isn't going to cut it in today's market. You need a five-star certified pre-approval from Hall Financial. 866-CALL-HALL or go to callhallfirst.com. Henry Cavill is stepping away from his role in The Witcher. The actor shared the news Saturday telling fans he loved working in the first three seasons for the show but will not be back for the fourth. Lynn Helmsworth will take the role of The Witcher in his place. Helmsworth made a social media post saying he has large boots to fill but he's truly excited to be part of the show. The news comes not long after Cavill announced his return to the DC Universe as Superman. The Beach Boys are sharing an unreleased track. Carry Me Home was first written during 1972's Holland Sessions. It tells the story of a soldier dying in the Vietnam War. song will appear on the band's upcoming Sale on Sailor 1972 box set that's due out December 2nd. The archival album will contain a staggering 80 unreleased tracks. Kanye West got the SNL treatment this weekend. After being dropped by Adidas, the show lampooned him showing up at Skechers' Los Angeles offices only to be escorted off the premises. Of all the companies he could have approached and been rejected by, he chose Skechers. Skechers has always been a hip, edgy company. Everyone knows that. So of course Kanye came to us first. Kanye came to Skechers, and Skechers said no. That's entertainment. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. Halloween with Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan. And the biggest trick or treat tonight is a $1 billion Powerball jackpot. Just before 11 o'clock tonight, you'll have your shot. So nobody's won since August 3rd. And three million tickets were purchased in Michigan for the last drawing. How many have you piled up for today's drawing? Might be a nice treat to give out to people, too. Um, Speaking of Halloween, this is a scary story by Frank Witzel in the Detroit Free Press. And this is a real story of Halloween. It comes from Wyandotte, the town in which I grew up. And a letter, the city manager's written a letter warning of a cockroach infestation in a home on 20th Street that is so bad they had to cancel trick-or-treating Monday to prevent further roach migration. It's in the best interest of the citizens. So they put up barricades and signs, and they don't want anybody going on the sidewalk from Eureka to Grove from 4 to 8 p.m. on 20th Street there, intersections of Orchard and Pine. Because apparently this was an abandoned house and things got out of hand and it's nobody's fault, but they went there to get some of the garbage out of there and it was crawling with bugs. 
and they're trying to get rid of all the pests and they're afraid that if kids go walking through there, some of the bugs might jump on their costumes and go into other homes. <gasps> Michigan State says there are 4,000 cockroach species worldwide. And uh, hey, we used to talk to that entomologist over there, you know. How'd you like to be a neighbor to that house? Dear God, that's gross. Michael Patrick Shields with you. What would your costume be? And would you have to be careful that you don't offend anybody with your costume? That's what Bill Maher was talking about on his HBO show Friday. And, uh, you know, he's pretty good because uh, he doesn't like wokeism. And he's not a he's a self-described liberal, but he's willing to be honest about things. And uh, he doesn't really choose sides. In this case... He thinks that maybe people are a little sensitive about a holiday that's supposed to be fun and you're supposed to let your hair down. And here's what he said. And finally, new rule. If Halloween is too much for your fragile sensibilities and you're worried about seeing someone wearing something that's on the forbidden costume list... Just stay the f*** home. (laughs) Every year we go through this bullshit. Lists of costumes you better not wear lest the night of irreverent dress-up spiral into something that resembles fun. (laughs) Here's an idea, clickbait websites. I won't tell you how to harvest and sell my personal data, and you don't tell me what I can wear on Halloween. Because... Halloween is supposed to be outrageous. It's a festival of the sacrilegious and a celebration of the grotesque, from zombies to ghouls to bobbing for apples and other people's saliva. (laughs) Yet, every year, there's a new list of offensive things we shouldn't do on the day that's all about being offensive. You know what I want to cancel? November 1st, All Scolds Day. When the good people announce which costumes the bad people wore. BuzzFeed, I mean Buzzkill. <laughs> has a list of 23 costumes they're literally begging you not to wear. Of course, this year, the number one no-no is serial killer, cannibal, and Netflix sensation Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> eBay has already banned selling it because otherwise it would be impossible to find a blonde wig and aviator glasses. (laughs) Simone Biles tweeted, put the Jeffrey Dahmer costumes back in the closet. We ain't having it. Who's we? What's with the we? Who died and made you the great pumpkin? Yeah, and there were some articles that prompted his monologue there, which he called Cancelvania, because <laughs> you get canceled if you wear the wrong costume. Uh, and one of them was a good housekeeping article that said, 15 offensive Halloween costumes that shouldn't exist. And then there was another article by the Independent, 10 problematic Halloween costumes you shouldn't wear this year. And another one, Halloween costumes you should not wear by the um, Central Valley Scholars. And uh, so I think, uh, you know, there are some people who want something that's sensational that sort of serve as a kind of a stick in the eye. 
but there are some people who, you know, are just trying to have a little fun, maybe be a little sarcastic or a little sardonic, maybe. But uh, would that be offensive? For instance, I looked back at some of my past Halloween costumes just for fun to post some of them on Facebook, and I saw one, and I said, "Mm, better not put that one up there. And it wasn't anything that I thought was harmless, and it wasn't disrespectful, but I just thought in this day and age, you have to be careful. How dare you! Oh, Michael Patrick Shields. Well, I carry a card from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, and it's been 83 years that they've kept a commitment to members and everyone in Michigan by building healthier communities and providing access to care in every zip code. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Some of the costumes that people wore to the Lions game yesterday were pretty hilarious. They had dolphins on their heads and colorful wigs and all that sort of thing. And this day and age, you see someone in a costume, it might not be a costume. So you might better be careful just saying anything about their costume. Hey, nice costume. What costume? This is not a costume. How dare you? (laughs) Welcome to Halloween. Business leaders from Michigan want more jobs, higher personal income, and a healthy economy. That's the focus of Business Leaders from Michigan. The organization is made up of the heads of Michigan's largest companies and universities. And you can learn more at businessleadersformichigan.com. On the radio stage, it's MPS. LeBron James is calling on Elon Musk to look into a sharp increase in racist slurs being used on Twitter. Chris Caraggio has the story. The NBA star shared a study over social media that showed the use of the N-word increased by 500% after Musk took over Twitter on Thursday. James described the uptick in the use of the slur on Twitter as scary and added that he hopes Musk will take it very seriously. He also said too many people are equating hate speech to free speech. Elon Musk has begun his mass layoffs at Twitter, and his timing is raising some eyebrows. The Tesla CEO has publicly stated his goal of reducing Twitter's workforce by around 75%. The New York Times reports that Musk is aiming to get rid of everyone before Tuesday. His timing has raised suspicions as November the 1st is the day that employees are due to receive their stock grants as part of their compensation packages. Now it appears that most people will be fired a day before they're eligible to receive them. And General Motors is suspending its advertisements on Twitter following Tesla CEO Elon Musk's takeover. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Congressman Fred Upton, I got a fundraising email from Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. It says, democracy is at the brink of destruction. Is that a little overstated, maybe? Yeah, you know what? The sun's coming up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, glad to hear it. It may be a little rough, but maybe thunderheads around there, but I predict uh, the House is going to flip, the Senate's going to be really close. That, of course, before the congressman knew what happened to Nancy Pelosi's husband being attacked by a home intruder uh, with uh, a hammer. And uh, so the sun came up but barely for Paul Pelosi in a horrible, frightening attack. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan worldwide at mibigshow.com. I hope it doesn't rain for the trick-or-treaters tonight. They watch the weather in the Straits of Mackinac very closely. Enbridge Energy does. The Line 5 pipelines have been on the bottom for more than 60 years, operating and built by the same company that built the Mackinac Bridge, and right about the same time, too. But they watch the weather, and uh, they uh, have all sorts of safety measures in place until they get done building the Great Lakes Tunnel at a cost of uh, $500 million, and they're already $100 million in. 
So I asked Ryan Duffy from Enbridge Energy, what is the company doing to make sure that that tunnel is built safely? So I can tell you safety really will be guiding every stage of the process as we build the Great Lakes Tunnel. So the design, construction, operation, uh, then the inspections and the maintenance, uh, safety is going to be our priority with all of that. Uh, and then when the tunnel's built inside of it, we're going to have layers of different safety measures. We're going to have leak detection systems, air monitoring, uh, air locks at each end of the tunnel. You have the thick concrete tunnel walls. That'll all be inside the tunnel. And then we continue to partner with world-class firms on this project to really build it to stand the test of time. And we're going to continue to work with the Mackinac Straits Corridor Authority, which has oversight responsibility. They're going to be looking at everything we're doing. And ultimately, uh, this is an environmental protection project, and it's all about safety, and it will make the Straits safer. Ryan Duffy, Enbridge Energy, Michael Patrick Shields. Oh, the big stories, I suppose, are the fact that former President Barack Obama came to Detroit on Saturday and Tulsi Gabbard came to Michigan to stump for Tudor Dixon. The president was here for Gretchen Whitmer. And there was a fight in the Michigan-Michigan State game in the tunnel after the game. Police are involved. Lions lost yesterday. MPS, welcome to Halloween. NBC News Radio, I'm Brad Siegel. A decision could come today on whether a former Michigan police officer will stand trial. In the death of Patrick Leoya, former Grand Rapids police officer Christopher Schur is charged with second-degree murder in the shooting death of the 26-year-old African native following a traffic stop last April. Schur shot Leoya in the back of the head after a tussle that included Leoya grabbing Schur's taser. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her family is heartbroken and traumatized after Friday's attack on her husband, Paul. San Francisco DA Brooke Jenkins says her office plans to file charges against the suspect, David DePape. We expect to be filing on Monday um, attempted murder charges as well as residential burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, and elder abuse. That is based on the fact that the suspect took a hammer and obviously assaulted Mr. Pelosi. Pelosi addressed the violent assault in a letter to all members of Congress Saturday. In that letter, she thanked first responders for the life-saving medical care provided to her husband. Paul Pelosi underwent surgery for a skull fracture suffered during the attack. Someone out there could become a billionaire tonight. As the Powerball jackpot once again reaches the 10-figure level, Andrew Whitman has more. No one's hit the multi-state lottery since August 3rd, so Monday night's jackpot will climb past $1 billion for just the second time ever. A top prize of more than $1.5 billion was awarded back in 2016. The cash value for Monday's upcoming jackpot will be at least $497 million. Powerball is played in 45 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. Opening statement set to begin today in the criminal trial of former President Trump's family real estate business. The Trump Organization faces criminal tax fraud charges in New York. They're related to allegations that the company orchestrated a 15-year scheme to help certain executives evade taxes. Trump is not charged in the case. He is not expected to testify. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. A vaccine to treat the virus known as RSV is still in development. Well, there's no RSV vaccine that's available right now. We are working very, very intensively in trying to develop one as quickly as possible. We would hope within the next year to two, but it's not going to be this season. 
That's according to Dr. Anthony Fauci. In the meantime, he urged folks to use caution. He said that's especially true for older folks and parents who have young children. RSV is responsible for a majority of pediatric cases, as it's a more common respiratory infection in young kids. And a study links nose-picking to Alzheimer's disease. Researchers at Australia's Griffith University showed that a certain type of bacteria can travel through the olfactory nerve in the nose. The brain responds by deploying a protein that's a telltale sign of Alzheimer's and dementia. The study used mice, but scientists want to see if it's the same in humans. The study was published earlier this year in the journal Scientific Reports. Health Update, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Who are they going to call to be Michigan State's interim president? They may call today at noon, and they might name an interim president. James Blanchard said he wasn't interested in the job. I don't know who might be on the list, but we might get an announcement this afternoon at the interim president at Michigan State University. Former President Barack Obama was in Detroit at Renaissance High School on Saturday. 3,000 people showed up to hear him. And one of his messages was the dangers of divisive political rhetoric and getting carried away. And then, after he said that, well, he said this. But these days, just about every Republican politician seems obsessed with two things. Owning the libs. Oh, man, we're going to own the libs. And getting Donald Trump's approval. That seems to be their agenda. They are not at, they're not currently at least, they are not interested in actually solving problems. They are interested in making you angry and then finding somebody to blame. Because that way they're going to, they're hoping you may not notice, you may be distracted from the fact that they don't really have any answers to your problems. Hmm. Um, guy who has an answer to your problems is David Hall at Hall Financial. And the scary, spooky on this Halloween problem is that over 40% of Americans don't have $500 in their emergency fund. A lot of people don't realize they can use their equity in their home, put themselves in a better financial situation. A cash-out refinance from Hall Financial can help you relieve financial stress, keep your family prepared for the future. So if you're Looking to purchase a new home, refinance your current home, call Hall Financial at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. We have some other ideas from David Hall coming from you for you a little bit later if you'll stick around. We're also going to have a bit of an idea, too, on where you can go if you want to get away from the chilly weather that's about to hit. The frost is on the pumpkin pretty soon, although this is a mild week, isn't it? But if you want to go to Orlando... Capital Region International Airport launched last week, courtesy of Avello Airlines, nonstops to Orlando. And, uh, boy, on our AT&T line, the, the day after the big party and the inaugural flight, Nicole Noel Williams was here to tell us the details. It's Thursday, Sunday flight times with Avello. You can go to veloair.com to book your tickets. They run promo fares of like $49 one-way fares. Great fares. The flight down here was smooth. 
just over two hours nonstop from Lansing. The convenience, of course, parking right outside our terminal. The goal is start your vacation as soon as you arrive to our airport and get through security, go upstairs, enjoy yourself at our bar, and hope that all the listeners take a look. And it goes to Orlando International Airport, I think, is one key thing to mention. If you went to Orlando, you could go to Disney World and you could go in the haunted house and it would be a good day to do it, wouldn't it? All those years ago when Disney had a TV show on Sunday night, I never missed that show. And they always had every once in a while a little look at what Disney World was like in Disneyland. And then you went there and it was like a dream come true. Sometimes, though, Halloween shows are more about nightmares than dreams. And Mike Hughes at MikeHughes.tv, who wrote for many years for the Lansing State Journal, is on our AT&T line right this moment. I no longer at my age have the stomach for very scary TV shows, Mike Hughes, but you still see them all, don't you? I, I see most of them, but I'll tell you, you get choices both ways. So if you want them, you can have Halloween light, you can have Halloween serious. <laughs> to give you an example, you know that uh, Haunted Mansion you're talking about at Disney? Uh, yeah. At 1 p.m. today on the Freeform Channel, they have the movie Haunted Mansion, which Disney made starring Eddie Murphy, based on the Haunted Mansion ride. See? So, you. so you can enjoy that. And that's kind of the way it goes all day. You can watch very, very light shows today all day, starting around 10.30 this morning. Matter of fact, Ghostbusters, the theme you played there, that's on at 10.30 this morning on Freeform. Or you can watch on Freeform. You can watch on the Disney Channel. You can watch on PBS Kids. <laughs> they have very, very light Halloween stories literally all day long. Or you can get really scary, and you can watch on the AMC and on some other channels and some have some stuff that I'm a bit too old for, too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the movie that I think that is the best Halloween movie of all time is Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein? <laughs> I, that was fun, as I recall it, yeah. You, there is so much that's goofy about Halloween that anybody who wants to have fun can have fun about it. I think that's why, for instance, the Ghostbusters movies have done so well. I mean, just think about it. Ghostbusters went back in 1984, yet it's still very popular. The Ghostbusters 2 in 89, then they started all over again, made them in 2016. I really like that movie, the 2016 Ghostbusters with Kate McKinney and all the women in there. It was a bad sequel after that, but yeah, there's just infinite room for anyone from Abbott Costello to Kate McKinney to, to have some fun with this holiday. <laughs> People are waiting for the Crown episodes to drop, I guess is the way they call it, at Netflix yeah. coming up in a week or so, or maybe it's just a few days. But White Lotus returned to HBO, I think, yesterday. Did yeah. you have a chance to see no, it, or I, do you know the? No, I didn't have a chance to see it. I've, I've heard very good things about it. You know, the first one, Mike White alone, the producer, director, writer of it, won three Emmys just for the first season of Michael. He, he himself did. Now here's the second season. It's the same idea. It's in a resort again, but it's no longer in a re Hawaii. This time it's in Italy, and completely new stars, except for the one lady who won the Academy, the uh, Emmy and Rolla last time. But uh, it should be fun. That's an interesting concept, isn't it? They brought yeah. the, it was a series about, it took place at a resort, in the span of a week, essentially, yeah. I think it was, in Hawaii. And uh, because of events that happened, which we won't spoil, uh, they decided they're going to have a second season, but in a different place, instead of Hawaii, Sicily, and only one of the characters returns. Yeah, That's to me, is an interesting, I've never heard that concept before, <laughs> where you're going to make a second season. Sure, and think of this as now Love Boat for 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 smarter people, or something like that. But, you know, that's the general concept. You can take a place, put a whole new 
crop of people in there, and I'll take a different place, put them in. And, yeah, this could go on forever at this pace. I, I, I kind of hope it does. Did you have to close your eyes watching the Packers yesterday? That was Oh, yeah. Result. I mean, this has been horror. You, you talk about there's too much horror on real TV. That, that's <laughs> more horror. You, you know, here's the thing. I was wise enough to not even watch the MSU U of M game on Saturday night. I knew that was not going to be close. I was kind of hoping the Packers game would end up better than it would, but uh, who knows? This, uh, you know, the first year I was a Packer fan, they won one, they lost ten, they lost one. So, hey, I've seen worse. It's going to be kind of interesting with the crown because even my mother, was, who's caught up by watching it, said, well, I'm not so interested in the new ones because I was more interested in learning about the history Oh, we yeah. know what happens in the <laughs> Princess Diana and Prince Harry era, so maybe it's a little less compelling. I absolutely agree with you. I think the first one was the most interesting because we didn't know that much. It wasn't as heavily covered at that time. The, yeah. the thing that made the original crown so fascinating was the fact that this lady never expected to be queen until 25 years later. Uh, her, she lived in a family of people who lived into their 90s, and her dad died at about 56 and she became queen. That's what made the first one so interesting. The others, they'll be okay. You know, I, th- I, I think it's November 5th. Well, yeah, I think a week yeah, from Sunday. Yeah, early November. Like yeah, sure. we, I, yeah I'm, I'm thinking it's a week from Sunday, but it'll still be good. Well, you get Lions and Packers next weekend, Mike Hughes, and you get Mike Hughes anytime you want at MikeHughes.tv with Michael Patrick Shields on our radio stage. <laughs> Welcome to the Michigan Lottery Show. The fun and excitement. 50 years ago, a jackpot started growing in Michigan. Inspired by fun and prizes for players, this jackpot has helped local businesses and led to over $26 billion in support for Michigan public schools. Today, the jackpot is still growing, and the goodness it's spreading is a win for everyone. The Michigan Lottery. For fun, for schools, for 50 years. Knowing your limits is always the best bet. Traverse City is more than a place, it's a destination. And for many, it's a dream, but a dream that's reachable and ready every single day. Just a car ride away. Traverse City is diverse, though, from beaches to boating to bluffs to wine and food, shopping and snowmobiling, gaming and golf. The possibilities are countless. So become a regular in Traverse City where you'll feel away and at home because its people are its charm. Visit TraverseCity.com to learn more on our Fab Fall Getaways. So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Meadowar Jewelers' four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear. And we offer you, our customer, the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs. Whether it's worn-out prongs, channels, or shanks, it's all handled with incredible care. Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones. Come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry. We continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas.
Elon Musk is under fire after he tweeted a link to an unfounded anti-LGBTQ conspiracy theory about the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi. Georgia's candidates for governor are clashing over several key issues in their final debate before next week's midterm elections. Republican incumbent Brian Kemp and Democratic challenger Stacey Abrams touched on abortion, voting rights, and gun control on Sunday. The last living person believed to be born to an enslaved parent in the U.S. has died earlier this month. Someone out there could become a billionaire Monday night as the Powerball jackpot once again reaches the 10-figure level. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Somebody's always watching and somebody's always upset. We just talked about The Crown with Mike Hughes from MikeHughes.tv. Somebody's watching ahead to the coronation. It's going to be May 6th when King Charles III will be crowned in Westminster Abbey. They've got a coronation rite that's been unchanged for a thousand years. And uh, go way, way, way back. Well, there are people now who are calling for that coronation oath to be more inclusive and to protect diversity. What happens when they uh, try to do that? Thanks to Dennis Lennox for sending that story over out of the United Kingdom. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan, worldwide at mibigshow.com on Halloween. Craig Webb is here. You heard me say a minute ago that some of the TV shows you watch are nightmarish. Well, he analyzes dreams. He's an author and a researcher, and this is a topic to me that is endlessly fascinating. Thank you for being here, and welcome to the program. Hey, great to join you again, Michael Patrick, and uh, happy Halloween to all the listeners. Did you dream last night? Uh, yeah, I just remember, I'm just waking up this morning, I remember uh, I'm sort of teaching some people, which is not too surprising, because they often do that in waking life. So, I don't well, know, I'm major glad you revelation. brought that up, because you're <laughs> teaching us right now. And it makes me wonder if you have a big, you know, event the next day or a big duty or something that you're going to do, does that influence your dream the night before necessarily? In other words, can you direct or are your dreams directed by real events necessarily? Uh, necessarily is kind of the key word there, Michael Patrick, because yeah. uh, it depends also what we're thinking about going to sleep. That has a stronger element of sort of controlling or at least guiding the dream content. So if we fall asleep worrying about uh, the presentation, or in this case, I was thinking, oh, great, I'm going to be on the radio with Michael Patrick tomorrow. That might help. Uh, but we can certainly intentionally start to program our dreams, and it doesn't even have to be the night before, just during the week or even the day or a few days before. If we focus on a topic, read a book we like, or, you know, I'm encouraging people now, watch videos of, like, flying. Sometimes, you know, these new drone videos? Have you seen any yeah. of these? Yeah. Uh, and uh, people usually really like the flying dreams. So you imagine yourself first person flying uh, with a drone video or some other good videos that I send around. And people are having a huge number of sort of flying and lucid dreams. I think we've spoken about that. 
Well, I'm uh, always surprised, too, when a dream seems to come out of nowhere and you say, oh, my gosh, I haven't thought about that person in decades. How did I end up dreaming about that? Is it in there somehow? And is it a signal of some reason or is it just totally random? Uh, yeah, but sometimes it's a little bit random. Let's say we had a huge pizza at midnight and then we went right to bed. You know, I wouldn't necessarily analyze any nightmares or dreams that we might have had after that, although the message is still there. You know, the reason is uh, maybe don't have the pizza at midnight. Uh, but uh, definitely some elements come in. I need a second opinion really... on that one. That, that can't uh, be off the table <laughs> necessarily. Okay, maybe dumplings, something to change it up. Yeah. <laughs> is there a way to juice up your dreams and, and encourage your mind to dream? Yeah. So suggestions before sleep. There are actually, you know, vitamin B can actually spruce up our, like, vividness, our recall. Vitamin B6, B12 helps a little bit. Uh, and then also sleeping lighter. I bet you've noticed, and maybe the listeners know, whenever they travel or, let's say, sleep in a new place, uh, they got kicked to the couch or something, they'll probably sleep lighter and they say, oh, wow, I really dreamt that night. Well. You dreamt every night, but that's the night you have better recall because you slept lighter. So the less comfortable you are and the less deeply you sleep, the more you dream? To some degree, yeah, as long as you're waking up. So sort of somewhere between comfort. If you're super uncomfortable, you might not enter the deeper dream states. So overly stressed or those kind of things, let's say we have a huge... Uh, a work event or maybe at school a presentation or something it's good to clear our mind and study and prepare as much as we can before because you might choose not to influence the content with stress or whatever was going through our mind you might want to have a really clear mind and then if something comes you know uh, unbidden let's say uh, like our uh, singer are you familiar with bob weir do you recognize that name no uh, and not too many people do, but I bet you know his bandmate, who's now deceased, Jerry Garcia from The Grateful yes. Dead. So Bob has uh, Jerry come to him from time to time, and he said he actually came in a song, unbidden. He wasn't really trying or thinking about him, but, you know, he is working on music regularly and performing. And he said he came and brought him a jazz ballad that they were going to start working on together, and he sort of heard the music, and he said it was like a big ethereal sheepdog, which he never really thought of sheepdogs. And he sort of wrestled with it a little bit, tasseled around, the dog nipped back at him, and then they became friends, and then he started writing writing and working on the song in Waking Life. So interesting uh, symbolism, but, you know, kind of a new creature, a new animal of some sort became uh, part of his life. And it could really be that person in the beyond talking to us in dreams? Yeah, that's a, a choice everybody has to make. I can say hands down because I've experienced this like many, many times that it's absolutely true. And it's an emotional question. You know, if we want to get scientific, it's going to be pretty tough to prove. There's some pretty strong sort of semi-provable ways to, to see that something, you know, something that we could never know that the, the deceased came and gave some really clear inside info. But for most of the listeners who've had that, and I'll bet you many, many people are going, oh, yeah, I've had that. Yeah. Uh, they say that it's emotionally, emotionally salient. Often it sort of heals a little unfinished business. There may be sadness at the loss. And then usually there's some valuable guidance, just like Gary, Jerry Garcia bringing a new song to his you know, still-living bandmate. Well, I guess you can choose to believe it or choose not, and it can't be proven or disproven. So pick the story you like the best, right? Just like Life of Pi. I love that attitude. That's exactly what I tell people, too. <laughs> Unless they're coming to menace you, and that's a different case, and you have to exercise them somehow from your dreams. Oh, well, not necessarily. Uh, you know, we have the, the Pharaoh's dream. We're going back a few years here to the Bible. 
but uh, where he had very upsetting dream of all these, I guess, sort of scrawny cows getting uh, eating up these really healthy cows and the same some old plants withered and I guess with all kinds of disease eating up some really healthy grains and wheat. And, and then a second part of the dream, you know, and he realized, wow, he got his best dream interpreter, somebody who could sort of interpret. And they spelled it all out for him, just like Craig Webb can do for you. The Science Behind Nightmares with Mr. Craig Webb. Google him and find him here at MIBigShow.com. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors. However, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more. Giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. Christian McCaffrey became the first player since 2005 to run for a touchdown, catch a touchdown, and throw a touchdown in the same game as the Niners beat the Rams. Derrick Henry rushed for 219 yards, two touchdowns to lead the Titans past the Texans in Houston. Henry tied O.J. Simpson and Adrian Peterson for the most career 200-yard rushing games. Cowboys dominated the Bears thanks to running back Tony Pollard's 131 yards and three touchdowns. The World Series resumes tonight in Philly. Astros square off against the Phillies in Game 3. LeBron James put up a game-high 26 to lead the Lakers past the Nuggets for their first win of the season. The Mavericks beat the Magic last night at home. Luka Doncic put up a game-high 44 for Dallas as he became the first player since Michael Jordan to open the season with six straight games with 30 or more points. That's sports. Ronza Moss. NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. I believe that it is conversations like this that we're having. So I'm grateful for this opportunity with your excellent show and its wide reach for us to talk directly to people and let them know. So we hear your voices. Let's say this is enough and let's get this done. Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Happy Halloween. It's Michael Patrick Shields, radio stations across the state of Michigan, worldwide at MIBigShow.com. More politics coming your way next hour and news. And uh, if you want to hear us and the great radio station you're listening to right now stops at this point, you can get us at MIBigShow.com for streaming audio and podcasting. It's Michael Patrick Shields through the AT&T microphones. And joining us now on the radio stage is Antonio Cuthbert. And we must start. Is, uh, yeah. With the NFL, of course, as... Chopping the, at the bit to get after I can't it. wait. I got to go. The Lions, they uh, they fell to the Dolphins, unfortunately. 31 you saw to, it firsthand. I did, and you know what? I didn't realize it at the time, but the Lions were held scoreless in the second half. They run out there, put 27 points up on the board at halftime. 
but it did not last as Tua Tungavailoa led the Dolphins to a 31-27 victory. That is the Lions' fifth straight loss. They're 1-6 on the season, and they host the Packers on Sunday. Other games of note, it was the Cowboys absolutely destroying the Bears 49-29. The Vikings, it looks like they're going to capture the NFC North title because they just keep winning. They defeated the Cardinals 34-26. How did Tom Brady do? Uh, Tom Brady, uh, he lost on Thursday, therefore he did not play yesterday, unfortunately for him. He has other items going on in his life, I'm told. It was the 49ers over the Rams, 31-14. We need to keep it We got the pumpkin team tonight on Halloween. Yeah. The Browns with their pumpkin helmets. What could be better than that? The Cincinnati Bengals at the Cleveland Browns, all part of Monday Night Football. Will they uh, do anything special in terms of alternate uniforms? I don't think they need to do that, but if they do, it's going to be a festive atmosphere, no question about it, at Cleveland. Of course, we know what happened on Saturday at the Big House, Michigan defeating Michigan State 29-7. to Michigan remains at number four in the coaches' poll. They sit at 8-0, and they face Rutgers on Saturday. That's another night game, by the way, so you're going to be staying up late once again. What about the Cuthbert bar poll? Did you like Nancy Whiskey better (laughs) or Nemo's better in downtown Detroit? I'm going to have to just uh, give props to the the Nancy Whiskey, as always. I know it's kind of off the beaten path, to say the least, but it's always a fun, festive atmosphere. And um, you can ask some of the people that were there, MPS, very good people watching, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. The Pistons, they beat the Warriors last night. The Red Wings, they take on the Sabres in Buffalo tonight. Oh, yeah, and the World Series. Phillies host the Astros game three tonight. And that's brought to you by Dean Transportation. They wouldn't let us in the DAC because some of us had shorts on. Guilty. How dare we? More next hour. And Lions and Dolphins yesterday in Detroit. Michael Patrick Shields here on Halloween. NBC News Radio. I'm Trey Thomas. Elon Musk is under fire after he tweeted a link to an unfounded anti-LGBTQ conspiracy theory about the attack on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi. Georgia's candidates for governor are clashing over several key issues in their final debate before next week's midterm elections. Republican incumbent Brian Kemp and Democratic challenger Stacey Abrams touched on abortion, voting rights, and gun control on Sunday. The last living person believed to be born to an enslaved parent in the U.S. has died earlier this month. Someone out there could become a billionaire Monday night as the Powerball jackpot once again reaches the 10-figure level. You're listening to NBC News Radio. This final day of October will bring the northwest and big sky country some snow and rain depending on elevation. Rain showers likely from San Francisco northward all the way to the Canadian border. Look for a mix of rain and snow in higher elevations of the northwest with some snow and mixed precipitation extending into northern Idaho and western Montana today. Also looking at two areas of weak low pressure for the eastern U.S. We'll watch for scattered showers and some embedded thunderstorms for the Great Lakes, the Ohio Valley, and the Appalachians. Severe weather for the east, however, not expected today. Headed for New York City, mostly cloudy and 65 there today. Partly sunny, 87 in Miami. Los Angeles, the West Coast, partly sunny, 78 today. Watch for scattered showers and thunderstorms in the southeast, especially today from Virginia south to northern Florida.
That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. NBC News Radio, I'm Brad Siegel. A decision could come today on whether a former Michigan police officer will stand trial. In the death of Patrick Leoya, former Grand Rapids police officer Christopher Schur is charged with second-degree murder in the shooting death of the 26-year-old African native following a traffic stop last April. Schur shot Leoya in the back of the head after a tussle that included Leoya grabbing Schur's taser. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her family is heartbroken and traumatized after Friday's attack on her husband, Paul. San Francisco DA Brooke Jenkins says her office plans to file charges against the suspect, David DePape. We expect to be filing on Monday um, attempted murder charges as well as residential burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, and elder abuse. That is based on the fact that the suspect took a hammer and obviously assaulted Mr. Pelosi. Pelosi addressed the violent assault in a letter to all members of Congress Saturday. In that letter, she thanked first responders for the life-saving medical care provided to her husband. Paul Pelosi underwent surgery for a skull fracture suffered during the attack. Someone out there could become a billionaire tonight. As the Powerball jackpot once again reaches the 10-figure level, Andrew Whitman has more. No one's hit the multi-state lottery since August 3rd, so Monday night's jackpot will climb past $1 billion for just the second time ever. A top prize of more than $1.5 billion was awarded back in 2016. The cash value for Monday's upcoming jackpot will be at least $497 million. Powerball is played in 45 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. Opening statement set to begin today in the criminal trial of former President Trump's family real estate business. The Trump Organization faces criminal tax fraud charges in New York. They're related to allegations that the company orchestrated a 15-year scheme to help certain executives evade taxes. Trump is not charged in the case. He is not expected to testify. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. Roommates are in vogue. With rents shooting up, new data shows apartment renting is down while taking on roomies or staying home with mama is up. The rental website apartment list says rents have jumped an average of 25% over the last two years. And with the cost of everything else rising, too, fewer Americans can afford living alone. Rental software company RealPage says apartment demand fell to a 13-year low last quarter. Data firm CoStar reports vacancies increased four-tenths percent to five-and-a-half percent. And a September UBS survey found the percentage of people living rent-free with family or friends hit 18% over the last six months, the highest percentage in seven years. A new bank rate survey shows 55% of Americans feel they are behind on their savings. The idea of Americans being behind on retirement savings isn't necessarily new, but what's holding them back is uh, certainly very new, and that is inflation. Bank rate chief financial analyst Greg McBride says the survey found those who haven't saved enough over the last year named inflation as the top reason by a two-to-one margin. On the bright side, only 16% say they've cut back on saving for retirement, and 15% think they're ahead of the game, but it varies by age group. Baby boomers actually had the highest incidence of saying that they felt behind on their retirement savings. 71% of boomers uh, say that they're behind on retirement savings. Uh, Much different story uh, at the younger end of the spectrum. Gen Z and millennials, uh, not only are they much less likely to say that they feel behind, they were also most likely to have increased their contributions relative to a year ago. With the markets down this year, stocks are cheaper, so McBride says now is a good time to be buying. 
General Motors is reporting an increase of 37% in net profits last quarter, but it's scaling back expectations for sales of electric vehicles in the near term through next year, citing delays in ramping up battery output and hiring and training workers. However, GM thinks that EV sales are still on track to hit a million by 2025. Consumer and Business News, Joe McConnell, NBC News Radio. Christian McCaffrey became the first player since 2005 to run for a touchdown, catch a touchdown, and throw a touchdown in the same game as the Niners beat the Rams. Derrick Henry rushed for 219 yards, two touchdowns to lead the Titans past the Texans in Houston. Henry tied O.J. Simpson and Adrian Peterson for the most career 200-yard rushing games. Cowboys dominated the Bears thanks to running back Tony Pollard's 131 yards and three touchdowns. The World Series resumes tonight in Philly. Astros square off against the Phillies in Game 3. LeBron James put up a game-high 26 to lead the Lakers past the Nuggets for their first win of the season. The Mavericks beat the Magic last night at home. Luka Doncic put up a game-high 44 for Dallas as he became the first player since Michael Jordan to open the season with six straight games with 30 or more points. That's sports. Ronza Moss. NBC News Radio. This final day of October will bring the Northwest and Big Sky Country some snow and rain depending on elevation. Rain showers likely from San Francisco northward all the way to the Canadian border. Look for a mix of rain and snow in higher elevations of the Northwest with some snow and mixed precipitation extending into northern Idaho and western Montana today. Also looking at two areas of weak low pressure for the eastern U.S. We'll watch for scattered showers and some embedded thunderstorms for the Great Lakes, the Ohio Valley, and the Appalachians. Severe weather for the east, however, not expected today. Headed for New York City, mostly cloudy and 65 there today. Partly sunny, 87 in Miami. Los Angeles, the west coast, partly sunny, 78 today. Watch for scattered showers and thunderstorms in the southeast, especially today from Virginia south to northern Florida. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. This is meteorologist John McMurray. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. I call in quite frequently, and I just want to let you know that I really appreciate your continued exemplary work here on the radio. It's a, a treat to listen to your show every morning. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'd just like to thank you for such an informative show. Uh, if the rest of the country had a big show, they wouldn't have to watch Fox for a half hour and then CNN to get both sides. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Good morning, Michigan. Happy Halloween. It's Michael Patrick Shields. I hope it doesn't rain on the trick-or-treaters tonight. Temperatures seem to be reasonably mild, and the biggest treat of all, a billion dollars in the Powerball game tonight. The drawing is just before 11, and the Cleveland Browns with their pumpkin helmets are playing on Monday Night Football tonight. Good thing everybody was wearing their helmets in the tunnel at the Michigan-Michigan State game this weekend, the Lloyd Carr Tunnel. Suddenly, after decades of 
fine, happy use has been a point of controversy with the Penn State game and the Spartan game as a bunch of Michigan State players beat up a Wolverine player, and maybe he provoked it, maybe he didn't. Why we were watching these movies like this is a Pruder film right now, and the police are getting involved too. Four football players have been suspended by Michigan State University, which may name an interim president at noon today because Samuel Stanley is out, and he's going to be gone by January, and so they're looking for somebody to fill in for the moment. Stay tuned for details on all of that. Andrew Abood at the Abood Law Firm is on our AT&T line right this very moment. It's funny because on Friday I asked you if you were going to the Michigan-Michigan State game, and you said that's not a very hospitable place. I'm not going to Ann Arbor. And look what happened Saturday night after the game in the tunnel there. Yeah, a little pushing and shoving, maybe a little (laughs) more than that, but it doesn't look like anybody needed an ambulance or medical treatment. Maybe it was a bit much to get the police involved, you think? Well, uh, it's not going to be good for anybody, in my view. But in today's day and age, you know, nobody can make any decisions without an excessive amount of information. That information comes in videotape, which we didn't used to have in everybody's hand before, and it sure has changed. If there weren't the videotape, that would be big different difference, wouldn't it? I can tell you this, Michael Patrick, although... Administrators and coaches may give the players advice. Any lawyer worth his salt would be telling those players not to talk to the police. Let the chips fall where they may, but don't give any statements to the police. Hmm. Can they be compelled to answer questions? Not, not by the government. Only they could be kicked off the a... team. I mean, uh, Coach Tucker could kick them off the team, but... You know, the police can't force anybody to give a statement, and there's nothing good that's going to come of giving a statement to to Ann Arbor Police Department or whoever's investigating it. Because they weren't arrested as far as I know, right? No. No, there was no arrest made. And, you know, if Harbaugh <clears throat> valued, you know, the sanctity of college football and the rivalry, he would he would just understand and probably say something like, you know, they're a bunch of young kids. They had their emotions up. They shouldn't have done it. Let's move on. Hmm. And, of course, Andrew Abood knows more about uh, this than the average person. He is a trustee at Lansing Community College and uh, an interesting perspective for sure. Speaking of cameras being everywhere, I don't know if the body camera helps or hurts or what role it played, but it was very, very difficult to watch what went on in Grand Rapids. Christopher Schur, the former Grand Rapids police officer, and Patrick Leoya in that traffic stop that got out of hand, and Patrick Leoya was resisting, and maybe he didn't understand what was going on. Maybe he was dazed, and they fought and struggled for a couple of minutes, and the taser got loose. And the next thing you know, this officer shot Leoya in the back of the head. There were witnesses who saw it. There was a camera that saw it and also heard him saying, stop resisting, stop resisting, and that struggle went on. Today, as we understand it, in the Kent County District Court, the judge is going to rule whether that officer should stand trial for that shooting and that killing of Patrick Leoya. Um, This uh, judge will make this decision based on what? And what 
decision do you think he's likely to make based on what you've seen and read? Well, there is a law in Michigan that when making an arrest uh, for a felony, an officer can use deadly force if if the citizen is resisting. Um, and the district judge will be evaluating whether that has any boundaries on it. And from his comments, he's indicated that there, there has to be some boundaries on that uh on that statute. And so he's attempting to interpret the statute and view the video and listen to the testimony and make a decision on whether the defense that the former officer has raised is absolute and applies to this scenario. At that level, this level, we're determining whether it should go to trial or not is made. Do you think the judge... Uh, sort of is uh, aware of the community and the attention that's been paid and and would be inclined to let it go to trial in order to satisfy the people who want a full trial as opposed to saying, well, letter of the law here says that's that, no trial. Well, there's no question that uh, any person in that community would be aware of the um, attention and media that the case is has gotten, whether that, how much that will impact him. The law favors a bind-over and doesn't, you know, for the most part, even the judges at that level are not supposed to weigh credibility. There's just supposed to be some evidence of, uh, some evidence of probable cause, which is lower than preponderance of, of a crime. Well, we'll see what happens. I suppose it's likely that it will go to trial. In that case, it'll be a jury that decides, right, which is very different than a judge looking at the letter of the law. Well, in all likelihood, regardless of how Judge A.U. makes the decision, uh, it will be, it will be again, an issue, legal issue for the circuit court judge. And a lot of that will depend. So if, if Judge A.U. binds over which... You know, the, probably the betting people would bet that that's what was going to happen, and the case would go to circuit court. A motion would probably be refiled to get the case dismissed, which, just by way of example, that's what happened on um, Luana Simon's case. It was bound over to circuit court, and then John Maurer dismissed it. Oh, I see. So there's still another level before it gets in front of a jury, it seems. Andrew Abood, thank you for the classes that you teach us, yeah. and uh, he's at Lansing Community College. He's also a trustee there, and the, Mich the United States Supreme Court is going to talk about race-based college admissions practices. They're going to hear arguments involving Harvard and North Carolina and uh, maybe throw out a law from 1978 that green-lighted universities to consider race when deciding who gets into the school. It's Michael Patrick Shields. Andrew Abood's law firm is in East Lansing with business all over the state and beyond. You already know that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more. 
giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. So, it's been a while since you've had your jewelry cleaned and inspected, right? Where will you go and who will you trust with your most valuable and treasured heirlooms? At Meadowar Jewelers, four locations in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage, jewelry isn't just our job, it's our passion. Each and every piece entrusted in our care is thoroughly inspected by our trained staff against damage or normal wear. And we offer you, our customer, the highest level of quality on repairs and custom designs. Whether it's worn-out prongs, channels, or shanks, it's all handled with incredible care. Medawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, and Portage want to help you preserve your memories and offer you options on creating new ones. Come in today for the cleaning and inspection of your jewelry. We continue to work hard every day to earn your confidence and trust. Henry Cavill is stepping away from his role in The Witcher. The actor shared the news Saturday telling fans he loved working in the first three seasons for the show but will not be back for the fourth. Lynn Helmsworth will take the role of The Witcher in his place. Helmsworth made a social media post saying he has large boots to fill but he's truly excited to be part of the show. The news comes not long after Cavill announced his return to the DC Universe as Superman. The Beach Boys are sharing an unreleased track. Carry Me Home was first written during 1972's Holland Sessions. It tells the story of a soldier dying in the Vietnam War. song will appear on the band's upcoming Sail on Sailor 1972 box set that's due out December 2nd. The archival album will contain a staggering 80 unreleased tracks. Kanye West got the SNL treatment this weekend after being dropped by Adidas. The show lampooned him showing up at Skechers' Los Angeles offices only to be escorted off the premises. Of all the companies he could have approached and been rejected by, he chose Skechers. <laughs> Skechers has always been a hip, edgy company. Everyone knows that. So of course Kanye came to us first. Kanye came to Skechers, and Skechers said no. That's entertainment. Steve Greenfield, NBC News Radio. the darndest thing when I was a kid I was an altar boy at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish in Wyandotte and it was a big dramatic gothic church and there was an organist who would play this early in the morning sometimes you'd go to 6.30 mass right be dark still and there'd be a few people there the mass would be very short but the organist Mr. Petrakowski was his name would be up there playing this on the organ 
and with the candles lit in the dark with this going, it was one of the eeriest things a little kid could ever want to experience. Play it again, Sam. Another spooky thing about it all was sometimes there would be incense burning and sometimes we would go in the sacristy and we would look at the books and there would be all the ritual books there lined up and one would be baptism and one would be marriage and one would be confirmation and one would be the sacrament of the sick you know that you give to the dying and sure enough there's a book there for exorcisms exorcisms that was the stuff of movies wasn't it no 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 there was actually a book about the exorcism that the priest might have to give to chase away the devil and uh, when I became older and I befriended some priests I would ask about it I would dare to ask about it and the word was that in every diocese there's one priest who's appointed as the exorcist but it's a secret you don't know who it is because, well, there are reasons. Because you don't want people to think they're possessed when they're not really. And then I read a lot about it and that, you know, you don't want to put it in someone's head that they're possessed if they're just mentally troubled. And there were very specific qualifications before an exorcism could be given. For that very reason, it would have to be speaking in a language you never knew, extraordinary strength beyond human capacity, that kind of thing. Knowledge of something otherwise you would have no knowledge of. And if those existed, maybe you were a candidate for an exorcism. Happy Halloween! It's Michael Patrick Shields. And I uh, they actually taught us too in Catholic grade school that if you think the presence of the devil or a demon is in the room, all you have to do is say, in the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, leave. And Satan would have to leave. So you were kind of an exorcist in your own right. Ah, GT Long's on our AT&T line right this very moment from Horton Bay. Another Sunday in Horton Bay. He welcomes Jesus' visits every Sunday, and he writes about it in his book. He's got other books, too, including the political book that's uh, been making all the rounds these days. And... Uh, we welcome him to the airwaves. His book is called A Distant Rumble, The Unnoticed, Unreported World of Grassroots Politics. And G.T. Long, that rumble is not so distant anymore when it comes to rancor in politics these days, is it? No. Happy Halloween, Michael. Maybe we need a political exorcism. Ah, we certainly do. Long overdue. <laughs> Gosh, I'd like a kinder, gentler nation, and it just doesn't seem to be going that way. No, actually, I think the popularity of my book is because it's a book of no political agendas. It doesn't really emphasize Democrats and Republicans. It just tells stories and talks about politics and, and the old way, the way it used to be when you know you could be friends with the opposition. Hmm. Yeah, I long to return to those days. Now, you're sort of a spiritually interesting fellow, aren't you, when it comes to... Uh, the, the spirit world. Yes, I, you could say that. <laughs> Can you tell me a little more about that? Um, what, do you want to know really my history of it? 
Yeah, because uh, it's I, Halloween, I, and we think about we embrace the macabre all of a sudden that we feel free to speak about things. Yeah, well, I mean, I used to be Catholic, um, like you. I grew up in that church. It's a very ritualistic religion, mm-hmm. and um, actually, I changed my religion, and I became a uh, I became Wiccan, uh, and I became actually a Wiccan high priest. And so, Halloween is a very uh, major holiday, and the Wiccan religion, um, and it's a day to celebrate the dead, those that passed before us, our friends, our family, uh, and that's what Halloween really is. It's not about being scary. It's about uh, celebrating and remembering those that died. And that happens across all cultures or many cultures. I know the Irish invented Halloween for that very reason, and then, of course, in Mexico you have the Day of the Dead where people literally spend the night in the cemeteries and put food out for those who uh, have gone before and there's music and flowers and everybody finds some way to face the inevitable at least at this time of year and it's a time of year when you know all the trees and leaves are dying and there's no way around it it's going to happen to us at least on this earth yeah i mean uh, actually in the celtic uh, world the druids and so on they they actually invented what we look upon is Halloween today. And then, of course, the Day of the Dead is huge. I mean, if you ever go to a, a cemetery in a, in a city, even like Los Angeles, uh, that has a lot of Hispanic people, it's a big deal, Michael. If you're ever in L.A. again, uh, go to a cemetery around the Day of the Dead. You'll be amazed. Yep. In fact, I'll be there on All Souls Day. Uh, two days from now, and I was in Mexico last year for Dia de los Muertos. Well, you know how big it really is. It's something. huge. It's sure huge. The, the whole community gets into it. It's crossed over into general culture now, too, with those uh, skulls and masks and people uh, dressed up like that. How will the Wiccan, how will you celebrate Halloween today, then? I will do it. Um, I will, actually, I'm going trick-or-treating with my girlfriend and her son at 5 o'clock yeah. in Boyne City. And, and I'll be wearing the, the skull mask. Uh, and I'll be doing that and getting the candy for her son. And uh, and then I will come back and do our own little ritual. And basically, you know, I'll just remember those who my family and friends who died and light a candle and maybe give them a beer. And uh... <laughs> sounds all right to me. If you were in Horton Bay, you can find GT Long. He might give you a beer and a blessing. Thank you, sir. Happy Halloween. LeBron James is calling on Elon Musk to look into a sharp increase in racist slurs being used on Twitter. Chris Caraggio has the story. The NBA star shared a study over social media that showed the use of the N-word increased by 500% after Musk took over Twitter on Thursday. James described the uptick in the use of the slur on Twitter as scary and added that he hopes Musk will take it very seriously. He also said too many people are equating hate speech to free speech. Elon Musk has begun his mass layoffs at Twitter, and his timing is raising some eyebrows. The Tesla CEO has publicly stated his goal of reducing Twitter's workforce by around 75%. The New York Times reports that Musk is aiming to get rid of everyone before Tuesday. His timing has raised suspicions as November the 1st is the day that employees are due to receive their stock grants as part of their compensation packages. Now it appears that most people will be fired a day before they're eligible to receive them. And General Motors is suspending its advertisements on Twitter following Tesla CEO Elon Musk's takeover. Tech Report, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. 
Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields. Congressman Fred Upton, I got a fundraising email from Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. It says, democracy is at the brink of destruction. Is that a little overstated, maybe? Yeah, you know what? The sun's coming up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, glad to yeah, hear it. It may be a little rough, but maybe thunderheads around there, but I predict uh, the House is going to flip, the Senate's going to be really close. David Hall at Hall Financial wants the sun to come up for you tomorrow and it to be a shiny day, a nice profitable day and a happy day. And so uh, he has an idea for clients at Hall Financial. It's 866-CALL-HALL or callhallfirst.com who can turn bad debt into good debt. If you're underwater and you're uh, paying off your debts or your credit cards or your loans and it's a bad interest rate, he's got a way to help you. And he explains it to us right now. 50% of Americans, at least from time to time, carry a balance on their credit card. We know that 20% of Americans have $10,000 or more on their credit cards that they carry balances on from month to month. And I think that, you know, my whole career I've tried to get the word out, and I think, you know, some people know this, some don't. Credit cards are not intended to carry a balance from month to month. They're intended for convenience. And when I've talked with folks about this over time, it's just an easy trap to get into, you know, because if you're trying to make ends meet with inflation, obviously making the minimum payment can be enticing. Well, there's a better way. And utilizing your home equity, if you need to, because you're carrying balances and you're not making headway on your credit cards, is an extremely Uh, Not only a common thing, you're not alone in that, but it's also a smart way to go about it. And then once you do that, my advice is you have to then pay off your credit cards every month and have a discipline about what you're charging. I think that that's a really important message that we need to get out more and more. David Hall, you can connect with him and take advantage of all that at 866-CALL-HALL or callhallfirst.com. A billion dollars at stake tonight in the Michigan Lottery Powerball. It's a multi-state lottery, but I wish you good luck. It's a $2 ticket, and they're going to draw just before 11 o'clock. So if you're going to get one, don't get shut out. Get your ticket. Hopefully somebody in Michigan wins. Hopefully somebody listening to this program in Michigan wins. And hopefully it's me. I'll share it with you. I promise. And then you can buy all the cereal you want at $4 a box. What's he talking about? Find out when I get back. It's Michael Patrick Shields. NBC News Radio, I'm Brad Siegel. A decision could come today on whether a former Michigan police officer will stand trial. In the death of Patrick Leoya, former Grand Rapids police officer Christopher Schur is charged with second-degree murder in the shooting death of the 26-year-old African native following a traffic stop last April. Schur shot Leoya in the back of the head after a tussle that included Leoya grabbing Schur's taser. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says her family is heartbroken and traumatized after Friday's attack on her husband, Paul. San Francisco DA Brooke Jenkins says her office plans to file charges against the suspect, David DePape. We expect to be filing on Monday um, attempted murder charges as well as residential burglary, assault with a deadly weapon, and elder abuse. That is based on the fact that the suspect took a hammer and obviously assaulted Mr. Pelosi. 
Pelosi addressed the violent assault in a letter to all members of Congress Saturday. In that letter, she thanked first responders for the life-saving medical care provided to her husband. Paul Pelosi underwent surgery for a skull fracture suffered during the attack. Someone out there could become a billionaire tonight. As the Powerball jackpot once again reaches the 10-figure level, Andrew Whitman has more. No one's hit the multi-state lottery since August 3rd, so Monday night's jackpot will climb past $1 billion for just the second time ever. A top prize of more than $1.5 billion was awarded back in 2016. The cash value for Monday's upcoming jackpot will be at least $497 million. Powerball is played in 45 states, the District of Columbia, and Puerto Rico. Opening statement set to begin today in the criminal trial of former President Trump's family real estate business. The Trump Organization faces criminal tax fraud charges in New York. They're related to allegations that the company orchestrated a 15-year scheme to help certain executives evade taxes. Trump is not charged in the case. He is not expected to testify. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. A vaccine to treat the virus known as RSV is still in development. Well, there's no RSV vaccine that's available right now. We are working very, very intensively in trying to develop one as quickly as possible. We would hope within the next year to two, but it's not going to be this season. That's according to Dr. Anthony Fauci. In the meantime, he urged folks to use caution. He said that's especially true for older folks and parents who have young children. RSV is responsible for a majority of pediatric cases, as it's a more common respiratory infection in young kids. And a study links nose-picking to Alzheimer's disease. Researchers at Australia's Griffith University showed that a certain type of bacteria can travel through the olfactory nerve in the nose. The brain responds by deploying a protein that's a telltale sign of Alzheimer's and dementia. The study used mice, but scientists want to see if it's the same in humans. The study was published earlier this year in the journal Scientific Reports. Health Update, Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Michael Patrick Shields with you. While we're talking about Halloween, I'm suddenly reminded of these cereals that they had when I was a kid. Uh, one of them was called Booberry. Remember that? It was a blueberry cereal, but it had a ghost on the front. Booberry. And then there was Count Chocula, and it had like a chocolate vampire on the front. And Frankenberry was the other one, and it looked like Frankenstein, but it was uh, he was red, and it was full of strawberries and that kind of thing. Those cereals have made a comeback these days, but how much do they cost? Suddenly, this is a point of contention in the race for governor, and uh, with the national well situation as it is with inflation and the economy and so forth. So here is one of the latest commercials from... Governor Gretchen Whitmer seeking re-election. Everything is going up. The cost of gas, child care, even a box of cereal costs four bucks. Look, I can't solve the inflation problem. A box of cereal is four bucks. Well, it kind of always was four bucks. But it's sort of reminiscent of when George Bush went into the grocery store and didn't know what a scanning machine was. Cereal's been always around four dollars, but granted... Groceries are more expensive now. And while you hear the governor say that, what about President Joe Biden, who uh, has a solution that isn't going to make the people in Battle Creek, Michigan, very happy? 
And by the way, the food prices, the main driver of food prices, is not the price of beef and eggs, etc., although they're up. It's packaged goods. Packaged goods. You're going to see people not buying Kellogg's uh, raisin bran, which you're going to see them buy another raisin bran, which can be a dollar cheaper. I mean, so what's happening is there is mm. real movement. How about that? I guess if it's Meyer brand, it might be less expensive. Maybe that's okay. I don't know. Bobby Shostak knows more about it than I do. Former chair of the Michigan Republican Party. Nice enough to join us on our AT&T line. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I don't know the last time I had a bowl of cereal. It's usually if I'm on the road in a hotel and they have it in the buffet, I'm like, wow, that's old-fashioned. I'll have a little bowl of cereal. But what about the president saying, just don't buy Kellogg? That's a solution. Yeah, took him on our, our one of our hometown favorites. So that's unfortunate. But you know, he's, he's grasping for words and thoughts and objectives to lay out there on why things are not the way they ought to be. So I guess I'm not surprised. Hmm. They always seem to find some kind of way to take the blame off of themselves. I'm surprised he didn't say that it's a Putin cereal problem. <laughs> Ukraine's been a good distraction, I think, for for President Biden. No, no what do you make of this race, the amount of spending that the governor has had and the commercials and all the rest of it, just millions and millions and millions of dollars, and yet she finds herself, by most polls anyway, within the margin of error to Tudor Dixon, who's finally sort of cranked up the media machine now. What, what are we seeing? What aren't we seeing in your perspective? Well, it's clearly closed in. It's not a huge surprise that would close up, but it has closed up, you know, to within the margin there. Really, over every poll that's come out in the last 10 days, um, it's under that 3%. And uh, there's even polls that show Tudor up one. Um, so it's not, a, it's not a surprise, but, you know, she's made a race out of it. And I think Michiganders are, you know, talking across the table, at, you know, at dinner about the cost of groceries and gasoline and, you know, the effect on their school children uh, as a result of schools being closed for a period of time. And, you know, and Tudor's come out with some strong positions. Her debates have been pretty solid. And I think she's starting to resonate. And uh, as a result, you know, this is going to be a very close race. There's no question about it. You know, I used to think that if you're a Republican, you maybe were wishing for a self-funder to have been the nominee because everybody kept saying, where is Tudor's campaign? back in August and September and so forth. Uh, but there are people who say that one of the reasons it's so close is that it's a woman running against a woman. What do you make of all those dynamics? I've been a believer, frankly, that it had to be, in order to take on an incumbent, it would have to be another female, another woman, in order to be competitive. But it, not just necessarily a self-funder, but someone with strong ideas, somebody that could build a, a fresh perspective, and, uh, you know, show all an alternative. And I think Tudor's done a good job, albeit she's been outspent, but communicating a different view on what she would have done if she were in office and what would be uh, like uh, what it would be like under a Tudor Dixon administration. And I think it's resonating uh, with people. You know, the, the voter, voters will speak next Tuesday, but it's consistently showing that it's closing and it's going to be very, very tight. And, and as a result, it's going to help up and down the ballot. Uh, for other Republicans, you know, giving the House and Senate a, a good chance of remaining in the majority. And she might pull an off an upset. It's certainly not decided yet. Uh, but it's traditionally very hard to beat an incumbent, uh, no matter what you spend. Um, and, you know, an example was when DeVos ran against Granholm. Um, Granholm was outspent, but it wasn't enough to beat an incumbent, even as difficult as the economy was at that time. 
J.P. McCarthy used to say it's not the money, it's the amount. But, Bobby Shostak, <laughs> what does this teach us in future campaigns when you can be so decisively outspent and still competitive? Well, that, that's a good question. You know, I, I think what it is that's maybe made this a little bit different is what's come out of Washington has not been uh, a positive for, you know, mom and dad at home. Um, it's been it's been a tough couple of years as a result of COVID. Um, people were, you know, overly uh, uh, convinced that the vaccine was the savior. Um, their kids were out of school. Um, they weren't able to go back to their offices and their workplaces. And uh, it was, a, you know, a, a, a very impactful period on America and on American families. And now that we've, we're coming out of it, they don't want to feel the past. They want to have a brighter future. But then they're hit with higher interest rates and inflation and fuel prices. And I heard the other day that it was parts of the country or parts of the state, rather, where they're you know, relying on uh, uh, fuel for heating rather than uh, natural gas piped into their home. Is they're making a decision on filling the full tank? Uh, or not, so that they have enough money, you know, for groceries. That's a tough position to be in, and I think that's resonating. And because of these unique times that you could spend regardless the amount of money you spend, you know, you can't change how people feel. You know, the reality is the reality. What about with a minute and a half left, Bobby Shostak, the fact that we live in a world where the Speaker of the House's husband can be attacked in his house, and there are people who say, hmm wonder if that's staged. Is that an October surprise? What really went on there? Well, obviously, I don't know what really went on, but that I can't imagine this was staged. This is a very unfortunate incident to stain on our country to have something like this happen to a leader of our country's home. And uh, scary, well, you know, it happened in New York. What about the fact that we do have people who would suspect everything now because we don't know who to trust or believe ever? Yeah, I, I hear that, but, you know, it is depressing, and we can't live, you know, these conspiracy theories is, is driving our everyday life, and, and we got to be better than that. we got to rise above it. It doesn't mean we can't challenge government and coming what's coming out of Washington or Lansing or anywhere for that matter and, and, and you know, demand better, but I, I, we can't live our lives thinking that everything is, you know, a facade. Mm. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just, you know, unfortunately, the way things are today, and People have to use their common sense and try to rise above it. It was George Herbert Walker Bush who said, I want a kinder, gentler nation. We sure didn't get mm -hmm. there in the last 20, 30 years, have we? No, we've not seemed like particularly the last several years have moved ourselves forward uh, the way we should. It's unfortunate. I, I do agree. But, look, I think we're looking to a brighter future. Um, we're going to come out of this certainly with the, the economic slump we're in right now with a stronger economy and growth. Let's get to those broad, sunlit uplands that Churchill talked about. Bobby Shostak, former party chair with MPS. You already know you. that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan has the largest network of top doctors and hospitals in Michigan. But what you may not know is Blue Cross is making it easier than ever for you to see those top doctors, however, whenever, and wherever you need to see them. And that means you can get the care you need on your terms through office visits, telehealth, a 24-hour nurse line, mental health support, urgent care, and more, giving you the confidence in knowing that you and your family are covered no matter what. No wonder Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is the name more people across the state have trusted for the past 83 years to help them live healthier lives. So whether it's a cough, a fever, a broken arm, or a broken spirit, 
Blue Cross is here for you anytime, anywhere, with access to support for both your physical and mental health, even from the privacy of your own home. Blue Cross is here for it all and always will be. Learn more at hereforitall.com. Michael Patrick Shields here, and like a jolly pumpkin, I'm rolling into Dusty Cellar for my October 6th for 66. Then I'll go in the wine bar and tap room. I always do that because I'm always looking for Matt Rhodes, and I have found him. Here he is, Matt. How about an update on the October 6th for 66 wine club? Thanks, Michael. This month, as a thank you to all of our loyal wine club customers and anyone who would like to join the club, we're offering 7 for 66 for the month of October. Seven bottles of wine for $66. That sounds like a good idea on my account. Better than the stock market. How does it work? Yep, pick up a club pack of all red, white, a mix, Chardonnay or Cabernet, and then as your bonus bottle, pick from the same. Don't even with my fuzzy math, it works in my favor. So I'm going to get seven bottles for $66, the club pack, and have some dinner at the wine bar and go over to the tap room, too. I'll lift a glass to that. Cheers, Matt. Join me and join the club at Dusty Cellar on Grand River in Okemos and online at DustyCellar.com. Cheers, Michael Patrick. 